0: Okay, now listen to me. Marvel needed something to slow it down to like break away from superhero fatigue. And I think they started COVID. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the OK round table. I am Kitty Man. And with me, as always, is Mort. AKA Loki. And down below (laughs) with
1: me is Thoughts. What's up? So
0: everybody. How's everyone How's everyone going? We just got the wrap-up of Loki. You know, like we're 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 sitting here with the, the biggest stretched rubber band. I think that they have done in the longest time trying to set as much like set as many spinning plates as possible to see if they can fucking pull it off. But to start, I, I really think that the most beneficial thing that probably could have happened to Marvel was a, a slowdown of the world because Endgame was such a fucking pinnacle and, like, for, uh, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was such a, like, you know, like, release of tension. Like, a, like you know, like a, a an epilogue that you get to just release a bit of the tension, deal with the, like, you know, effects of what happened. Like, everyone's back. Like, okay, it's just kind of a, a release of tension. And n- then you go, now what? Like what now you just had this big epic moment and there's no way anyone would thought it would be it could be pulled off no one thought that the first avengers would get pulled off first of all and then you have i I mean almost didn't like it's so shaky like all this shit with ant-man and edgar wright the the hulk being what it was like it just the fact that like the first avengers came together and it was this big holy shit they did it and then they're like we're not done yet then they go for another you know what six years on top of that or six seven years and they fucking land the dismount and you're just like what now a lot of people are tired it's been it's been you know over a
1: decade and then what happens COVID and it just slows right, everything right when down we
2: need a little bit of a breather
0: yeah. And it's like, so we slow it down. You can take a little breath and then what is happening now is what's hap- what happened in comics before. And that scares the shit out of me where the MCU, the great thing about the MCU was that it was a, a nice unified timeline of events. You knew where to start, you knew when things were happening, there's a passage of time that you could follow very clearly. And now yeah. that we've reached the end. Uh, a post end game, you are at a place where you now have to go read this, the mini-story, the mini-issue on the side to prime yourself for the next main thing. And, like, that kind of worries me.
2: Maybe so. I, the thing that worked, I think, for Loki, and, and I'm going to go ahead and say that I think it worked, um, was telling a much more small, contained personal story that just had big universe shaking consequences rather than being a big universal story this isn't you know us cutting to a different set of heroes every 30 seconds to see what they're doing set up for thanos this is following loki it's just loki and we introduce new people through loki and we get to know them through that frame and we start to appreciate or like or hate or whatever them but it's all very small as far as the the origination of the story it's just a very small loki story Loki's trying to figure out where he fits in this universe and that's a really big concept but it gives you a lot of freedom to work with that trying to trying to to make it too big wouldn't have worked they let the story kind of work itself out and then when well i guess we shouldn't go directly into spoilers but
0: i know uh, no but what, what, what i'm talking about though is like you you start off and you have like WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and, um, Loki, you have these three, uh, miniseries that are all primers and they're all linked together and they, it's all set up for what's coming next for the main movie. And then you have Black Widow, which is a prequel sequel. Bait.
2: Black Widows. It's, that's a, that's a long thing to talk about, I think, but because because Black Widow is basically almost a vestige from Phase Three, it's more of a Phase Three movie, at least as best I can tell right now. That it's a Phase Four, it might have lasting consequences. We might see a lot of Florence Pugh, you know, moving on throughout Phase Four. But really, what what Black Widow did for me was recontextualize Endgame. That's what it does for me. It's it actually kind of throws a wrench into the whole Black Widow character. That's Kind of interesting, I'm not sure that that story was really told in the film, but the story that comes out of that is really, really
0: interesting, I think I don't know like thought you've seen you've seen you've seen all of it, right so yeah. like going like going forward, do you think that this becomes required viewing because I feel like this is this has huge implications
3: I, I, I think if you're gonna go back and watch like phase three movies. I think black widow will be required because it, it gives her it gives her final moments in endgame like so much more meaning it feels yes. a lot better i wish this movie had came out somewhere like between or near uh after, after like civil war then we, we probably would have gotten like maybe black widow or maybe we could have gotten uh gotten it like after like uh black panther And then you know we go to have black widow and then you know the mcu moves on as it's supposed to and then her death kind of becomes more like it's it's a lot sadder because then you know that she's doing this because it's not just a mission she's doing it because she genuinely cares that that uh i'm getting i can't remember names right now Don't over the sister no uh the archer taskmaster Hawkeye no Hawkeye there you go uh I uh, yeah uh you know she wants him to like survive so she can so that they can go and return so you can go and return and see his kids if it it, it, it would make that sacrifice so much I I think it would have like hurt a lot more than it did in Endgame because Black Widow kind of was like a, a like a background character I, she I was sort of safe.
0: put to the side cuz like she didn't cuz she didn't even get a, like a funeral scene or anything like that, right? Like it was just like she died and then like everything the the pacing of the movie couldn't stop other than that one okay. moment by the lake where they're like she didn't come back and, ah! and throws the fucking bench across the lake or whatever the fuck. Like and I and I get that like the the pacing couldn't you couldn't sacrifice the pacing anymore. It was already a long as fuck movie. It really was. And you Um, you couldn't slow that shit down. So, for what it's worth, this finished filming in October
2: of 2019, so it was ready to go by, like, I mean, certainly by the end of 2020, it would have been ready to come out. So, like, this could have been almost
0: an immediate follow-up to Infinity War.
2: uh, In in, in Endgame, rather. Um, I was
0: gonna say, it was... was, I think it was supposed to be a follow-up to Endgame, but again... It's it's still set, like, you know. Like, you see what happens in Endgame. Like, she sacrifices herself, and then, like, here's her movie. And it's kind of like, it it just feels like... Out of place. They, yeah, out of place because of that. It's out of place.
2: Right. It it completely recontextualizes what we know about Black Widow from all of the previous movies. In, in Endgame, the impression we get is that she's sacrificing herself because she feels like it's the only way to make up for the red in her ledger and we know that to be about murdering a kid and a bunch of other stuff and now we find out that like she didn't she didn't murder a kid and she actually got to really make up for it in kind of a positive way i mean not great but something
0: well and then she
2: does have a family too so like all of these themes we were seeing with black widow throughout the the first at least in phase three very heavily like they just make her be whatever they need to fill that movie. it It's really annoying, actually, to a certain extent. Well, yeah, because like, uh, like, like... And, and I and I liked parts of Black Widow, but I'm really tired of it being, okay, well, we needed to have a broken woman, so let's just have her be, you know, forcibly barren and really sad about it, But then we need to make a light joke about it later and we'll also do that too. I mean, obviously, these are different people writing these movies, and it's it's having to rely on a, a framework that was set up by Joss Whedon of all people.
0: But also, Florence, Florence Pugh made that joke. If we're being honest, like Florence Pugh, like, so That's clearly, true. like it affects the shit out of uh, Black Widow. But Florence Pugh is kind of like, eh. Like again, the, 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 the joke is kind of like, I have a dog. Like she doesn't right. care. Like she doesn't give a shit. That part doesn't doesn't affect her in the same way. I think I, I kind of like that. Like, it does feel weird tonally, but you can tell that they are different char- I, different people because of that. I like the
2: characterization we got out of this, generally. I like it better than what we've gotten from her before. It's just wildly inconsistent. Black Widow is a green screen that you throw on whatever you need for that movie against whatever foil you have. You need to be a romantic interest for Hawkeye? Great. You had to now be for Hulk? Great. You need to kind of be for... know. Iron Man cool, throw that in, like whatever. You just throw her in there and have her be the foil for whoever you have that's a major male leading actor opposite her. And it's frustrating. It's frustrating.
0: Well, again, the the thing that gets me about um this movie is that like you can you can tell that they 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 couldn't go too far because Endgame was already like, you know, written and done. So like while, uh, while Endgame was already in post-production and stuff, like, the script's already been done, so they, they were just kind of like, let's just do some cool set pieces and do some more setup, and it's it just feels weird to have a movie that's so set up when you know the, characters, when the character dies. Well, isn't that kind of how the
2: Marvel movies are made, though? Like, it seems like they're set pieces that are built with a movie around them. Like, you kind of have the idea of what the big action scene or big action scenes are going to be, and then you kind of get us from there to there to oh. there using plot points, but like... I feel like those things were done before the movies even like finished having a script developed.
0: But I see, and here's where I will disagree because I think that there are plot points that are planned ahead, but like you can't do that the same way for black widow. Cause you know that she dies. There's no development. Right. Like for right. me, in,
2: in, in, sorry, go ahead.
0: No, like for me, my, my whole theory on why after iron man two, John Favreau says, I don't want to direct anymore, but I'll stay in and I'll be here. And he basically has to be just an on site secondary director or third director, right. or the <laughs> like the right. fuck. Like who, how great would it be to show up on a film and you have John Favreau there to help you do stuff. He's just there. He's just there and he's playing a ha- fucking happy and it's like an NBD, right? Like awesome, fucking perfect. But like, I think part of it is because like, they were, they, there's a lot of control in the story uh through Kevin Feige, right? So mm-hmm. like Iron Man one, two, and three, you have to have the character, Get to the point where, when the culmination in Avengers happens, or one two in Avengers, you have to have the, the enough progression that where the when the turn happens in um, Avengers, it makes sense. And then, of course, dealing with the PTSD of that in three, like makes sense. Like those points, I think, are there, and you kind of have to make sure that that like has a good through line. But like with Black Widow, you kind of can't. Like it has to be pure setup for uh, Florence Pugh. And David uh, Harbaugh, Harbo, what's his name? David Harbaugh, Harbor, 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 uh, ha- whatever. Like a like a boat harbor. He's a harbor. He is harbor. like amazing in this movie. Holy right. crap! And and, and I, I wanted to touch on that for sure. The
2: the three actors that are set alongside. ScarJo in this do an amazing job Rachel Weiss does a great job, David Harbour does a great job, Florence Pugh does a great job and that's so important in this movie where we already know what happens to the main protagonist. We, we need to have somebody else in this that we're worried about and like compared to most of the MCU movies where i not worried about people dying whatsoever like the ones that do you kind of see them coming, they, they have reasoning They make sense. I was worried about who was going to survive this one I could easily see Rachel Weiss and David Harbour at the very least getting, you know, next by the end of it. Uh, and, you know, that, that's an interesting thing for a Marvel movie. That's nice. Uh, it does feel like the universe is starting to get more possible. It seems like there are more things that could happen, and it makes things more interesting to watch. Uh, yeah.
0: I think the only counterpoint to that is uh, how, how Loki ends. But uh, besides that,
2: I, I, I don't know. I might I might disagree with you about how Loki ends.
0: Well, because you okay, we'll we'll get to that then. But the best thing about Black Widow for me is that like Fat was saying, uh, it would be more impactful if we saw this like before, before yes. she died, because with without that con without that context, part of what Natasha's doing in her sacrifice is like you have a family, you have shit to go back to, like you have responsibilities that I cannot have. And I do not have like, you need to be there. Right. And now she's also like, yeah, but fuck my family too. They're adults. They'll right. deal with it. Like, it's kind of like
2: it. There wasn't enough resolution for the family in this. I don't think it, it felt like we're still going to get more. And I guess we'll get that as like a, another black widow with Florence, if you're taking over or something like that. But like, I, I agree. It, it, the timing makes it feel off. I think it would have been much better before in game. I think it would have been pretty decent immediately after, too. As like a contextualizing thing, it could have worked. But years later, especially compared to the shows that we're getting, which to me are much more interesting, I don't know. I, I really liked the, the three actors acting quite a bit. I, I liked the characters that they played and how they went about doing that. That was all great, but the story, I don't really even remember. Okay, so speaking of saving saving the widows,
0: that's that's what the plot was, I think. Yeah, and then Uh, they did, and now there's a whole fucking team of them, apparently. So, because
2: uh, as we know, the only renewable resource in the world
0: is girls,
2: is is gullules, gullules, little little girls, Uh, which is absolutely true because you can just take medication and become. uh, But yeah, like how fucking weird is that? That was a weird thing to do. Like I get where you're going, but I don't like it.
0: No, you want like you want to know the weird thing to do. So a the Barbie scene, in a movie? the scene. No, that makes perfect sense because like there's analogs all the time. The sure. scene where uh the guy who gets his arm broken in the arm wrestling uh prison scene. Mm-hmm. Do you know who that person is apparently supposed to be? No. Apparently, that person is supposed to be ursa major an x-men character who can transform into a massive bear and the actor says that they are the first mutant to appear in the mcu and it's like if it has no fucking meaning doesn't show up on screen who gives a fuck like that doesn't make any sense but yeah apparently oh well mutants in the mcu now because that one guy said it and it's like I don't know about that one. Yeah, I, I did not yeah, catch it just that. Just a
3: name that they had, and they were just like, whatever, just throw it in there. We need a Russian name,
2: right? Like, <sighs> right. We own this name, so we use it.
0: Now that we bought Fox, we can we can kind of start slipping them in. Like, cool. Like, I just I don't care. Cool.
2: That's not interesting to me.
0: Well, uh,
2: the the so, ending... some of the. Sorry, I was just going to say some of the Easter eggs we got in Loki, however, I really enjoyed. Really enjoyed.
0: Well, that, that's I was going to uh, uh, touch on here in a second because I was going to say the, the post credit scene of Black Widow is clearly something that was shot after. You think so? I think so because, again, it relies on you having seen uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. you don't know who yeah. the fuck uh, Dreyfus is. Like you don't understand that person and what they're trying to accomplish. Like, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like this is the second time now, technically, that we've seen them trying to build like an alternative Avengers, like the
3: Thunderbolts.
0: a a corporate a corporatized uh, is the, is it the Thunderbolts?
3: I mean, it, it, it
0: does
2: seem
3: like it. It seems like it's that's kind of I don't know. It, it seems like Thunderbolts. It, yeah, it's it's the closest thing we've got right now.
2: I think a Thunderbolt's led by a, a U.S. agent kind of as an analog or, or counter to the Cap and Avengers thing could be interesting in film, but we'll we'll see.
0: Right, that's what I'm saying. They're setting this up where you have, like, a U.S. agent gets kind of approached. You have uh, Florence Pugh's version of Widow approached and, like, they're getting paid. And it's like, oh, oh going after Hawkeye. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. interesting. I, that's an interesting setup. Like, there's... Like I said, it's like you're, you're pulling that rubber band. You're, you're trying to add as much tension as possible. And so going through WandaVision, you set up uh, White Vision. Uh, you set up uh, Powering Up Scarlet Witch, becoming even stronger. And so then you move on to uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. You've re- realigned the status quo of who Captain America is and who... Bucky is like you've recontextualized them dealing with post end game consequences, and then you have Loki who you can now. Congrats, you get to have him back, you get to have the emotional death, but congrats, you get to have him back again. And also, and with growth, he didn't just go back to square zero, right? He didn't just go back to 2012, but like he got the and that's what they made the first episode this, of Lucky really funny because like you could tell they were kind of like whoa fuck we had years of actual growth with like all these movies Yeah, uh, <laughs> let's just let's just show him what happens and then let's like, just if, make him see it
2: all and then he'll have the emotional impact from viewing what he had the emotional impact about I mean like it's the only way you can do it and it makes sense I wasn't really upset about that like okay it, I mean it worked I think it worked I, I, I think too. It kind of says something about Loki as a character that fundamentally there is something in there that's good. L- Loki is fundamentally an insecure character who's expressing that through all of the the bullshit that he does. But it's very much yeah, his insecurity he, that we're constantly he, seeing.
3: He actually does say that, like in the first episode, doesn't he? There's yeah. Like, I don't like. I don't want to hurt people. It's all just a, a show. Yeah.
2: And it was really nice to actually see that play out that way and it not just be some kind of ruse. Like I, I kept nervously expecting there to be some sort of about face. Uh and I'm glad there wasn't. I'm glad we just got our Loki played straight. That's that's how it should have been, I think.
0: I uh, think that these three shows, though, have done a good job of like characterizing and like humanizing these characters a little bit more, like not necessarily making them relatable, but Definitely making you be on their side more so than just because they are who they are. Right.
2: And I think that's in direct, you know, response to some of the criticism they got for the earlier movies. Uh, that we, we don't get to see these people grow and change. We 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 just see them in set pieces a lot of the time. And you know, a Loki who just always does the bad thing is too predictable to be interesting. You have to have a Loki who occasionally does the good thing, for a reason that's still kind of bad.
0: Because like, that's and what we—that's what, we, what sucks It's like in, in Ragnarok, we finally get Loki to the point where he's so ready to be doing good, and then immediately dies within the next fucking fifteen minutes of film. Right. Uh,
2: that that hurt. That that hurt. It felt like a, a waste of the character. And this really did feel like maybe they had something planned the whole time. Maybe it wasn't really just a oh god we we Called off a character that people really liked. I, I do think they had this plan from the get go, but
0: I mean, they had it to feels be more like that. And here's why I think from the get go, and that's the reason why you need the uh Doctor Strange because whenever they go back to try to take one of the stones and they they and the Hulk runs into Sorcerer Supreme, Tilda Swinton, like mm. directly they talk about uh, there's got to be that the one timeline like it's the if you start doing that you start branching off and things turn into fucking chaos and then like that entire concept comes back in loki where they were just like fuck it and now branches in chaos and now we we get to see the culmination of something that was set up like that's the crazy thing about like these movies like people can you know criticize them for this or that like That's fine, but they're really good at, like, laying some groundwork, laying some seeds, and putting through lines, because that's a a direct through line from Endgame. Like, Tilda Swinton sits there and talks to you about it. You have to bring them back, because if not, things fucking fall apart.
2: And then we got to see that play out
0: almost immediately.
2: Oh, we didn't get one back.
1: We kind of did, but not really. It's, it's,
0: It's definitely interesting because since loki the star was kind of like why don't you go talk to the fucking avengers like what the, the crap that they're doing and they're like ah what they did was supposed to happen right like hmm mm, okay
2: <laughs> interesting overall though yeah. i do think they've done a good job of presenting the next big bad threat uh, I, I was really unsure how you're gonna do that uh, how, how do you try and top the thanos arc um, because what made the Thanos arc interesting was because it – I mean he was always kind of there in the background, but it wasn't up front and centered until later on in Phase 2. They really started to show up. Are so you could tell that there was something going on, but like you didn't know who or what. We didn't really get to see him actually step up and do something until you know the last couple of movies. Uh, and this one, I, they, they, they presented a, a potential through line here that makes sense as to why suddenly the Eternals want to show up. Suddenly, we might have Guardians of the Galaxy being more involved. Like, I was having a hard time seeing, like, especially the Eternals. Like, why now? Why would you guys decide to show up now? Not Thanos, but now. And the ti- you know, spoilers: the timeline being all fucked up. A pretty good reason for the
0: Eternals to show up. Well, and, I, I and can buy that theory. Then theory. Then these Eternals just weren't part of that timeline. Maybe so. Like that. So
2: I don't that's even a- know what timeline we're in anymore i mean with the way we leave off loki like
0: well i mean like uh we don't know where he ends up but again we're, this is still 616 i believe but we don't um, even know if that's gonna help. we might just start following
2: the number i mean we we just don't know we don't know yet
0: Well, because i know in an interview with kevin uh Feige, they were talking about how like there's not going to be any like strong need to do like long as fuck multi-picture deals anymore because you can basically say like hey we're going to hire this guy This and this source is going to be from this universe or whatever. And again, that's kind of right. where I'm, I'm a little worried unless they're, they're leading to uh, their crisis on infinite earth shit. Like if they're going, Maybe. if they're going for that over at arc where they're just, like, where things get to reconsolidate. Ah, and then like, this is the new status quo and you can bring new actors in.
2: Right. I mean, they're obviously much more in tune with how the, you know, well, industry works, than I am. But it seems like if you're going to try and abandon the model that got you here to try and take on the DC model, which isn't working, that, that's not going to work. So you don't want to completely abandon the idea of interconnected movies. You, you want that interconnectivity because that's what makes people come back. People don't even know which DC movies they want to see half the time because they're not aware that comics exist in their own kind of self-contained universe. And they just want to go to see the, the next one of what they've already seen. They want to continue. Right, and they've they've got to have more thought than that, obviously, uh, going in, and I think they do. Um, I don't know. I, th- I think the way that we got to this point, though, is interesting. Uh, again, spoilers for Loki. Uh, there's no way to talk about this without. But right. having He Who Remains be—I mean, it wasn't—it wasn't named this way, but it's—it's king, right? Like we're we cool on that being king, the Conqueror.
3: Yeah, A uh, cool. variant of him. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So, (laughs)
3: okay, good. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right. Fine. Fine. Correct. Correct. So, you know, that's not who normally is. He who remains. That's not normally who's in charge of the TVA. And uh, apparently how it went about going was they were going to cast Jonathan majors who played King in that role. as he who remains? And they're like, well, he's kind of cool. Let's just use him as King. Uh, And that's, that's interesting. Again, that leads me to believe that what they're focusing on is telling more small personal stories that you can interconnect with the universe but not necessarily with the story itself the story of Loki is really interesting it sets up Kang now we have a reason for everybody else to be involved with Kang but it doesn't have to be Loki starts off with the mission of I'm going to go kill Kang like that would have been boring the the way we went about it kind of slowly getting there almost a mystery box style really I mean this was almost an A style of mystery box to a certain extent you don't agree
0: oh no I just like like I hope they weren't going you know it would be good we modeled something after what Abrams does.
2: I don't think they were uh, trying to do that. I think it just was a better version of what he tries to do. Like, sometimes he's successful, sometimes he's not. It, this reminds me a lot of Watchmen 2019, where if you know comic books, you kind of know where this is going. Like, if you know the Watchmen property, you know where Watchmen 2019 is going on a general outline, you just maybe not, don't know the specifics. And it does a pretty good job of kind of about facing you on some stuff. Great. Well,
0: that, I think that's... this
2: was kind of similar. You kind of expected it to be a Loki variant by the time we get there.
0: I I, I actually... I mean, I, I didn't expect that, but what I did, I did, uh, um, expect cause like, uh, after the first episode I saw that, uh, Tom Hiddleston was an executive producer. and I like to think that he was, he was like, you know, what's good, the quieter moments. And like, right. and that's kind of where they were like, you can have the big set pieces, but it's the moment where like him and Sylvia are sitting there, you know, sharing a blanket that's like where you're like that's a moment that you can actually you know take and and relate to connect to like you can you can relate to the jokes and the quips but you don't sit there and be like haha yeah me and me and him kind of have a thing uh, in relation no it's like oh but like he likes this person and he's trying right. to provide comfort you're like oh shit like is he is he like emoting is that what this is like damn near, and then you have Owen Wilson just absolutely owning. It's it's that really role. great
2: to see him back in 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 Owen Wilson form. I mean, we haven't really seen him play something like this in a long time, and it's it's missed. Like just him and Hiddleston sitting in a room, going back and forth. I could watch an entire series of that. I don't need any other sets or anything. Like as long as the writing is decent, we have something to talk about.
0: I could dig it it's one of the things where you can see that there's like a much lower budget, but I think that it's one of those things where you use the budget where you need to use it. Cause you can sit there in a room. And if you have two actors like Owen Wilson and Thomas just going at it in, in a dialogue, you know, back in, Oh my God. You're just like, this is it. Like, I don't, they could be fucking anywhere. You could have filmed this shit in a field and I would have been like, go on. Like, yeah, this didn't feel low budget to
2: me either. It didn't feel like they'd gotten any kind of like lesser budget or anything. This felt just as big to me as any of the other shows we'd seen. Maybe not quite movie budget, but well, like
0: well, I think no, I think it it it's more COVID like restriction budget. COVID restriction budget. That's right. what I mean. Like you can tell that this was done in, in a much like safer, safer and sterile environment than they probably would have otherwise. Because like you don't, you just don't have the same amount of people. You just don't have the same scale. Like. I, I and I think about it whenever you uh uh the when he enters the TVA and he breaks out and he goes into that one room where all the desks are at, and all you see everyone just spaced out like at least six feet apart. I'm just kind of like Uh-huh, yeah? Because <laughs> like if that were if that was but, uh, without covid that would have been those would have been just regular cubicles and people would have been yeah. cracked into like sardines but no now everyone's nice and spaced out and everything everyone has like plenty of room don't worry about it guys <laughs> it's safe Yours it uh, though so if, if speaking uh, directly about loki like what would you say is your favorite part my favorite part yeah loki of loki
1: uh, I want to say, I don't know. Like, I guess
3: I, I, I'm not. I'm not good at saying these things. Uh, I, I guess like the grand scale of it, like how how they get it to be, how to get it to feel like as wide, as wide scaled as it, it's supposed to be, but you still just have. You know a handful of people it feels like you're watching people kind of like going through like this huge universe and they're just kind of like well, what the hell is going on like everything go everywhere we go you know death and destruction follow i don't know uh i i i, I can't <laughs> I, I don't know how to I, I, I don't know how to like say how to say these things uh uh, more, I guess uh, favorite part of Loki. Uh
1: I mean maybe you can guess
2: from my appearance, but I really like the character of Sylvie. Uh, I, I like the characterization of the the big three really. Uh the acting all around I thought was superb though. I had casting I guess you could say. Um I thought her story is really interesting. I, I thought it, it, it rubs up against the kind of concept we saw in Watchmen, uh, you know, no compromising from the face of Armageddon. That's kind of Sylvie's whole thing is let's go ahead and, you know, kill this guy. Might result in something worse, but my goal was to kill this guy. And like, I, I don't have anything else to do, so we're going to do it. I, I can really understand, I, I guess from a personal perspective, I can understand being traumatized as a child and having that become what drives your entire being. And I guess it's interesting to me because you can't survive that way. That, that's a thing you can do for a long time, but you can't live that way forever. And we have to see Sylvie grow past that at some point. Like No matter what the story goes on from here to be, we have to see her grow from here. And so I, I thought it was really interesting to see – I mean, we got to see two different Lokis growing at two different rates effectively. Uh, which is an interesting concept. We didn't lean away from you know the, the multiverse thing, which is great. I like the weird stuff. I think Marvel getting into weird stuff is great. Um, I, I think the uh, attention to detail on things without it being a bash-over-the-head kind of thing also was great. I, th- I think having the Thanos copter and Throg uh, just in there as visual gags is perfect. I love stuff like that. That's, that's what I, as a comic book... You know, person want to see. I've grown up with comics. I know these things. I know there's a Thanos Copter. I know there's a Throg. I want to see these things. I don't necessarily need them to be huge set pieces, but just a quick visual where I can catch it. That's awesome. That's what I love about things like that. Uh, So, yeah, I mean, Sylvie specifically, uh, but all of the the acting was, I thought, fantastic. Um, They pulled a few people from uh, Lovecraft Country. Uh, which didn't get renewed for a second season, despite the acting being really... I mean, the acting is what saved that show. It's a little I, bit of a mess, otherwise. Didn't,
0: didn't really save it.
2: But, um, psh. it didn't, didn't <laughs> save it. But if there was any saving grace, it would have been the acting. The, the The concept's really cool. It's just, I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot. We'll, we'll talk about Love, Kind oh. of, some other day. But getting Jonathan Majors, uh, 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 getting, uh, I don't know how to pronounce the name, Moonmi Musaka. Was a, Mosaku? I, I don't know. I'm not good at names. Uh, but she did an amazing job, too. I, I thought the acting, especially, throughout the show was really great. Um, I, I, I felt things. Fuck, like, especially when people started getting pruned right there before we find out what that exactly means. Like, when, when our Loki, when, I don't know, Prime Loki, whatever we're calling him now, gets pruned as he's about to say something to Sylvie, like, I was upset. <laughs> uh, when Mobius gets pruned, I was upset. These were things that bothered me. I had emotional responses to these things. And I don't always feel that way about Marvel movies. Sometimes there are emotional pieces. You know, the 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 last half or so of Guardians of the Galaxy comes to mind where there's a lot of emotion you were expecting. Uh, but I don't know. It, I, the acting. I like the acting.
0: I mean the acting stuff. I think uh, so far every every one of these shows have had great um, like moments, and I think part of it is if when you have like six twenty minutes like chunks, like you can kind of spread that out. Sort of like the reason why I think things like Daredevil season one and two worked out is because like if you tried to do that in a movie, you couldn't do that. But giving them thirteen hours, like. It's the slow boil. Like you give 'em give it time. You give it time to, to to build up. And I think that's why uh you look at these mini not necessarily Black Widow, because Black Widow, you know, really if, I, I unless you want to know who the fuck Florence Pugh's character is, all you need is the end credits scene of Black Widow. And congrats. Like there you go. There's the setup on where why she's gonna be where she's at. Like right. she's mad that Black Widow's dead. And, the and, 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 is and yeah, and here, and here comes Dreyfus saying the Hawkeye is responsible. Like, okay, like I'm, I'm in, I'm following. Got it. Like I, I got work. it. But the rest of the movie, I'm just like, were you were you trying to say something and then couldn't? Like I don't understand. Like, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, but these shows with WandaVision, uh. Falcon and Winter Soldier and then Loki like has there been another series announced like or what is there anything that because we we've known about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness like my theory before was oh fuck Wanda's going to fucking lose her mind and create the multiverse that was yes, my theory and they- it's and that's gone and that's good I'm glad like I'm glad that this was the way they went right like, and, and they they directly kinda nod wink to it too with with the
2: the casting of the other quicksilver silver as the Roy Bowen character or whatever. Like that's a wink and a nod to that. That's saying, yeah, we know you thought that's what it was gonna be and we're doing this other thing instead. I, I appreciate that as long as there is another thing. I, I always worry about the follow-up, but I like the way that's played out now.
0: Yeah, we've have clearly, so
2: clearly thought about it. Yeah. And, uh, the uh... next the next series is what if, right?
0: But, the, yeah. but what if what if is a almost non uh, it's, it's not that's
2: the next thing. Miss Marvel would be the next
0: thing, thing, right? Next, I don't series. know. I, what would you look up? What'd you find?
3: Oh, uh, there's also well, TV shows, right? Well, yeah, anything. Yeah. Like, what's the next
0: of oh, the MCU? Marvel, what's next in the MCU?
3: What in Miss Marvel is uh,
0: Oh, that's right. Shang-Chi be before... and the Ten Rings.
3: Legend of so the what, Ten Rings. What, what is that going to give us? Well, it's going to well. give us the
0: actual Ten Rings, if you remember. So, so that's September.
1: Is Shang-Chi.
3: The, the one didn't... thing from the trailer that really, like, that has me kind of, like, a little, I don't know, I guess, uh, excited for is we see a little bit of abomination. Do we? So, I don't know, yeah, uh, at the end of the second trailer for Shang-Chi, we see Wong Ooh. fighting Abomination. I don't know, like, maybe... They're gonna they're linking back Abomination, which I think is interesting.
0: But I thought that we were trying to ignore the first Hulk movie.
2: But We obviously don't. Like, I feel like we mentioned Blonsky at one point in the MCU. We definitely have Thunderbolt Ross, like... They don't ignore
0: it. They mention it. They mention an just... Avengers like, oh yeah, the, the way you blow blew up, you know, part of right. New York or whatever the fuck. They they reference it, but it's not like direct. Right. Like they, they're they're kind of like it's just passing glances at the movie. I mean, do they
2: do they own the Hulk movie rights again now? No, no, it's still, it's no. still sure. Universal. it's
1: Still,
0: yeah. It's, yeah. They're allowed to have the character in movies. They can't have a movie directly starring and being about Hulk. It's the weirdest fucking rule I think I've ever
2: heard. <laughs> what the fuck ever.
0: <laughs> but now we get to finally get to see the actual Ten Rings since after the Iron Man 3 and Iron Man 1, like, tease. Because remember, the Ten Rings were the terrorist group from Iron Man 1, and then in Iron Man 3, the Mandarin's supposed to be... The Mandarin the the ten rings, but it's like Troy oh,
2: Slattery. What's
0: his name? He's just like Oi, oi, I play I play footy. I, I just I'm I just, an actor. I'm an governor. Oi, chip chip cheerio. I I'm not the real one. But then they're like, oh, but he's a uh, he's real though. Like uh, just throwing it out there, this guy is pretending, but uh, there's a real one. It's like yeah. oh, so Cheng Chi might bring that.
1: Good. Good. Could you imagine yeah, a real Qi. Mandarin? Well, yeah, I, I would think
3: that's what her, what Shang Chi's mm-hmm. father is. You think Shang Chi's father is the Mandarin? I would think so. Yeah, because it's he's got the Ten Rings uh logo. Mm.
0: Hmm. That would be interesting. Because like that is the question. Like what now? Like what do you think is is going to happen now that we have like all this set up with the multiverse? does this does this bring mutants into the fold and they, they does the uh, actress uh who is the lead in uh, agents of shield get even more mad because they're just like go oh, fuck yourself we're not going to take we're not taking any of that shit she was mad about it like oh, she's been doing
2: it for a long time
0: well it's not just that it was the fact that they were so closely linked for so long in terms of trying to follow the timeline up until i think um Season three season,
3: or four. Uh, who was mad about it? The main actress. Oh, the girl who plays uh, Daisy? Yeah, yeah, she was really
0: mad about it because, like, it was a spat between the head of TV and the head of movies. Yeah. <laughs> like, I promote pro really of- And Yeah, because she was... Uh, it, the it, I, I remember directly, it was... Whenever this was happening... The head of TV and the head of uh, movies were, like, fighting and shit. And they were like, well, we're not going to let you do this. You can't use this. They, they were just fighting. Amongst, there was a lot of internal conflict between those two people. And at the same time, whenever they were kind of like, hey, so you get, you're going to do any more Marvel movies? Everyone's kind of like, ah, shit. I don't know. Like, I maybe. And then once they were, like, they squashed that shit, they were like, fuck off. Like, we're going to let Kevin fight you take over everything. It's going to be on." Yeah. Under- Then they were kind of like. It was Alan
2: Fine, is who you're thinking of. Is okay. Who? Yeah. But. uh, He was the one that was the TV producer who wanted to like big boy Kevin Feige and it didn't work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they were kind of like. His his shit's better than yours. I hate to tell you. Um, Who would have thought
2: that somebody (laughs) who helped tank KB Toys wouldn't be good at making movies?
0: Shocker. But yeah, so after that, that's I was kind of like, yeah, I'll do some more movies. Yeah, like Chris Evans was totally like, on board again. Liam right. Hemsworth, Hemsworth was just like, yeah, Chris Hemsworth. Was all, yeah! yeah, I mean, it makes you wonder how close we got to not having
2: the MCU at all. Uh, or at like, least post-Avengers. It, it almost fell apart there for a minute. Like, okay, <laughs> we got Avengers. That was cool. We can never post something like that off
0: again, so let's just end it. Like, it, it very much almost stopped right it, there. It almost did. Because I, uh, especially with um, the fact that you can tell, Phase Two had a lot of like, you know, like it was it was the middle child, and they knew it because they were they were leading towards End Game. We just gotta get there. We just have to get there. That's why it's, you have, like, the Iron Man 3 there. You got, you know, it's kind of, you know, Ant-Man. You're just going to introduce things. Or
3: the Dark World. Or the Dark and again, World. again, that,
2: that's, that's why this works so well now, is because they have, you know, you have Kate Heron, who's coming up with her idea for what Loki's going to be. And then you have Kevin Feige, who's, you know, part of that process, so that when they are coming up on, hey, I've got Jonathan Majors coming in as he who remains, they can make that decision. Well, let's just make him king and roll with that. Like that's not a traditional comic book thing, but it works the thing that really works, especially with how good of an actor talented majors is it? like he he's on screen for like what ten minutes tops maybe and it, it's it's a brilliant performance. He is unhinged in a way that it's hard he shows to even describe
3: so much emotional depth
2: It's a huge range very quickly
3: yeah and I, and, I, and I can believe that he can play King because. King is just like a whole bunch of different copies of him, following King Prime or something like that.
2: Right. Uh, I mean, I, I've seen him do the the angry, you know, serious stuff in Lovecraft Country. So the only thing I didn't know he could do was kind of the more light-hearted, unhinged version of things, and he did a great job of that.
0: Do you, do, uh, you, do you think he can do kang fu?
2: I think he can do kang fu. I really do. Have you seen him without a shirt on?
0: I have not. No, not not. You, not for you a... should. A uh, man could do kung fu. All right, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> uh, it, it, King's gonna be the big bad now. Okay, like I can see that. Like I'm, I I, cu- I'm curious. But what would you say, Fat?
3: I don't, I don't know if it's gonna be King, but I, I kind of, I kind of don't want him to be like the next Thanos.
0: No, I mean, like, I you think know. you think he'd be the next like Avengers level threat, not necessarily like Endgame level threat. Like Avengers One, oh. you have the, the 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 main conflict, and then they're gonna r- reveal that it was actually you know more than that. Because again, they're setting up all this shit. Like they they're setting up to have Wanda be even stronger. She was already fucking strong. She's not gonna be stronger. There's gonna be a multiverse, so Doctor Strange is gonna be involved. So you can have Doctor Strange, and I'm assuming Scarlet Witch. Uh, teaming up to try to handle that shit.
3: Uh, Agatha is going to be back, too. Agatha's going to be back? That's going to be great. Kevin Feige did say, like, they want to bring her back.
0: Why wouldn't you? Holy shit. (laughs) Like, Like, if you can get Catherine Hunt to do something, do it. Not bringing her back would be stupid. There's no
2: way that she's more expensive than anybody else who could fill that role, and she's brilliant. Like, I I really like what they're doing with casting. The casting always shocks me with how good it is.
0: Um, I I mean, you got to give them something to do. And again, that's where, again, Black Widow, I feel, is is not a necessary viewing of the MCU. And that's really unfortunate. Whenever, like, yeah, it recontextualizes stuff, yeah. But, like, it ultimately, until we can see, like, any sort of... um, Payoffs from those setups, like it seems like it's completely miscast. Like, unless you're gonna have fucking David Harbor fucking like red guarding the shit out of things and just nonstop cool. Invite him in, give him a fuck ton more to do, sure. But like right now, I do not give a shit. Like it's such a weird, it's a, it's such a weird thing because like the the implications of what's happening in Loki and everything else, I'm just like, oh, there's these bigger bigger things. Like what's happening to Russian Captain America is kind of like okay, like the, state, I, the, I the like, states. I like bigger. I like him though.
2: Again, like I, I like the smaller personal stories. I just do. The the big world spanning stories can get really tiresome for me. But I like David Harbour. I like letting him go loose and be Russian Captain America. Like I, I don't know if you could have gotten a better
0: person to do the role for sure. That's what I'm saying, uh, but like again, they finished it 2 years ago. Like so what what are we doing here? Like I, like, like we're, we're we have all this set up to where like now I know Florence Pugh is going to definitely be back, which right Okay. Which we assumed that the minute she got cast in
2: Black Widow. Like, everyone assumes, okay, she's going to be the, the new Scarlett Johansson. Cool.
0: She's new Black Widow. And I'm assuming and, and so I, they're going to bring think, her back.
2: Yeah. I think, gonna, bring, I, I bring I think throwing, throwing David Harbour and Rachel Weiss in there, though, was a good choice. Because it gives you more than just, oh, we're doing a replacement Black Widow. It gives you the, the Widow family, which is funny enough. What honestly? What I wanted to see more of, more than anything else, was more of the Americans' style of okay, we have a Russian spy family. Let's play with that. Some that's that fun. Been a good movie. I like that. That would have been do, a good movie. I mean, movie. skip all the present stuff and just do it all in the '90s as a Russian
0: family in America. I mean, and they I did it with be... Captain Marvel. Like they did right. it. Right. Like, yeah. Let's go back and just watch. <laughs> Scarlet. I mean, just watch Black Widow as a child, like, doing wet work missions and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I oh. liked it. I,
2: I like David Harbour a lot in this movie. Uh, I, I, I just think he plays that part so well uh, it, it, when he's talking about, like, has Captain America ever mentioned me? Like, Which brings up its own set of questions, like, who did he fight? Like, he, he truly believes he fought a Captain America. So, which well, one did he fight? Ah, here's the Cap, thing. Cap was on ice. Isaiah Bradley was in jail.
0: I was going to say, Who there was, was Isaiah it? Bradley. Who's the other super soldier? Like, if that's, if that's the setup that they're throwing out there, that there's another super soldier? Right. Like, Is there another
2: Captain America that's been operating? Have they just been reusing Captain America's, like... What, was that a fake Captain America? Was that Was that fucking Bucky playing Captain America as part of, like... Was that Nomad? Uh, a propaganda movie, like, there are so many cool oh, things we no, can man. do with that.
0: Right Let's just by, do that. Yeah, like, what if it was Nomad? Like, see, there's some cool stuff in here. Like there, There's setups, but again, just like that one guy saying, like, ah, I was Ursa Major, and it's kind of like, fucking yeah, how? <laughs> like, ha, fucking how? Like, no. Right. And if you were, you'd die in an avalanche, I guess, dude. Fuck you. Right, like, you're, you're gone, so it doesn't matter. Like, it's just, it's... It's like you can't you can't be you can't deep dive that deep in the Easter egg and then be like, ha, huh, we did it like no no, 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 no no like that's way too deep that's way too deep in the hidden too many layers on top of it, yeah like i just i need i need the i need it to be just a bit more direct, you know what I'm saying it's a bit more direct but I, i'm looking I'm looking forward to to what's gonna happen' I'm just I'm just worried that like the way that it impacts isn't going to hit as hard because like, it, there was already the worry of uh, like MCU fatigue, superhero fatigue, uh, especially with the way that DC fucked up a lot. But for some reason they're so, those people are so loyal, even to bad movies. It's so weird. Like I think they're interesting. Like they're not good, but you kind of still want to watch the DC movies just
2: to see what a fucking shit show they are. <laughs>
0: yeah but what i'm saying is like, you now have like hey we're gonna enter phase four uh with things like doctor strange's multi- multiverse of madness and it's kind of like okay they're gonna hit the ground running because they're making sure that they don't have to sit there and explain why there's a multiverse right like because you but now it's kind of you have this re- required viewing of of three shows like yeah, i'm wondering if it's what, not gonna hit
3: i think that's my biggest fear because like I can tell you, like I've been trying to get my like family to watch like these TV shows, and they just don't want to. They're like, oh, like you can just tell us before we go watch the movie, like what we need right. to know.
2: No, <laughs> these are actually important. And, 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 and I
3: and I think that's actually a waste because these are like great shows. I, I I don't know, like I I get like the the whole like. Like, I don't want to have to watch this to, to like, have to understand what's going to happen in the next Doctor Strange movie. But I don't know. It's so, it's just not a
0: right and that's that was that was one of the, like that, it's that, the, the that happened in the comics industry where you're kind of like you can have like ah we're having this next series but did you watch the, did you read the mini series on the side to, to let you prime up to what's happening here because what ended up ha- so right. over here uh ant-man uh did this shit and so that's how you know where the and it's kind of like right
2: in that kind of Hurt the comic industry for a long time, doing stuff like Secret War and shit like that, where you'd go, oh, yeah, here's this huge universe-shattering thing. And also, if you go read X-Men this week, it's going to cover it. But you go read the X-Men, it's like, oh, yeah, there's a civil war on anyway. And then they get back to what they're doing. Like, OK, you, you cheated me. You, you got an extra three or four bucks out of me. But now I don't want to buy the next issue because I don't think it's going to be worth the time or the effort. You've, you've removed the value from this whole thing for me. Uh, and, and like I can see that happening. I, again, I think that's a shame because I think that these shows are doing a much better job of telling some of these stories than the movies do. I, I think you can have a really cool you know, Captain America movie, but I think doing some of this stuff to do a, a better background setup, it just works better. These are the things I want to see anyway. I don't want to see them so as movies. I'd like to see more of these shows coming out.
0: It's kind of where I see like with John Favreau putting uh, and Dave Filoni doing with uh, uh, Mandalorian and stuff, where you have these smaller scale, like more intimate stories. And you just kind of like, you turn around and see the big budget movies. You're just kind of like all that money, huh? Like, yeah. Again, that-
2: because, because they're, they're telling small personal stories, a big expansive universe. So the Mandalorian is a small story. It's a guy who has a moral code, has a thing he's got to do. Okay, easy. It's not big. It's not huge spectacle. It's just take care of a kid, get him to point B, whatever. But because it's such a personal story, it ends up being really engaging. And you just have a few things from the Clone Wars in there to kind of tie it back together, and we're fine. Uh, If you look at how Filoni approaches things, he'll just pull something that he did in an episode and be like, that was kind of cool. Let's make a whole show about it. Like, hey, we've got this one clone that's not so hot, like Clone 99, complete fuck-up, and he's in an episode of Clone Wars, and that's cool. Hey, what if we took that idea and extrapolated and went further? What if we had a bunch of clones that were all fucked up and made them their own squad? Okay, cool. What if we took that Bad Batch Squad and gave them their own own show? Like, do the whole thing themselves? Okay, cool. You can see how the, the thing kind of progresses. Like, you can almost watch the idea form in the art that Floney puts out and again because it's smaller we care about it we have an actual attachment to that if you're watching bad batch now and you've been watching you know since clone wars you remember 99 you remember echo prior to getting his hand blown off like you remember this stuff this is not something random but if you don't know what any of that's going on or anything you can watch bad batch and get the story of what's going on there it's a continuation it's not rehashing it's not recontextualizing it's just moving on and i think that's what kind of works that's why Black Widow didn't work. It's not moving on. It's recontextualizing. And we already have
0: context. We we made up I, I'm I'm done with in-game. Like I, I, I'm I didn't really need moving I mean, on from it. I didn't need different context because like to me, that sacrifice is now slightly more devalued. A little bit. Because like the sacrifice was like you have a family, you have responsible. You have shit that I don't and cannot have other than like found family. Like you need to go be there for them, and then like so she does that, and then like he's gonna he gets his family back, and so you basically have the second Hawkeye with a daughter, and I'm just like, that's where this could be going, and I get it, and I I, I'm fully fine with it. I wish they'd acknowledge you know Nat a little bit more, like maybe at Tony Stark's funeral, maybe, but still. Yeah, I. Like, it's okay. It's okay. Like, that's fine. But I didn't need to get, go back and be like, oh, by the way, like she also, you know, here's more of her backstory. And again, we don't know exactly what happened in, uh, uh, Budapest. Uh, but you now hear once again, a reference to a single line between what happened to her and Hawkeye. Right. Like oh, we you know what a- would have been more interesting
2: as a movie. That maybe seeing Budapest.
0: Yeah, maybe seeing what happened at that time that would have been more interesting. Like if we need
2: deep background on somebody, that seems more important than I, I think. What they were trying to do with this though was to move on. They were trying to say, "Look, we're wrapping up Black Widow story. That's the only thing that was really kind of hanging out there from Phase Three, Phase Four. So now, like, we're good, right? You guys are good." See, Black Widow's fine, she has a family, and she's happy, and she's walking away fine. She gets the happy ending, even though we're just going to get it, you know, eat it off a cliff here shortly.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like, I, I, I feel like it was a complete misstep, as if they were kind of like counting the money for Ben and going like, holy shit. Uh, I yeah, think the, if they had yeah, decided like, to
2: make this movie two years it. ago, it wouldn't have happened. Like, if they're sitting around, they're like, okay, COVID's happened, we haven't done anything in a year or so, we need to make a movie, let's do Black Widow. That wouldn't have happened. It's just not a real thing. The only way this movie gets made is if it's finished before 2020, and then they just sit on it forever. And that's what happened. It was finished by the end of 2019. They had it ready. They just were going to... I mean, I think it was going to come out like at the time we started to shut down for COVID last year. And they just kept delaying it. It moved to July, moved to November, moved to this year. I don't think the movie would have been made if it wasn't... They would have released that movie if it wasn't already made.
0: But that's the point. If it was already done, they, they were trying to do the whole holdout for theaters thing, but it's like... For this movie, I think no, this would have been great for there. D plus. Like, this would have been a right. great D plus starter. Kind of like oh, also the new MCU movie uh, guess you get to recontextualize, you know, Black Widow and what happens there. You know, like learn a little bit more about one of your favorite characters. You even though they're dead.
2: You could have even used the the post credit scene on this to introduce uh, the the Louise Dreyfus character and, and flop them around. You know, done. This is the intro. Done. The U.S. Asian interaction is the second follow-up. It went just as well,
0: right? And you would have had more context, and you'd have been like, "Oh shit!" Like this person is going to be one of the through-line people, like in in these in these series and shows. Right. Like, and that's I mean that's where you kind of go. Because yeah. Spider-Man was
2: a follow-up movie too, uh, Far From Home, and it leaves us with things being different. It is a huge change. It is a very clear vector on where we're going. Spider-Man has been outed. That's a big deal. We have we have stuff to work with on that. We don't have a clear picture of where we're going next with these characters after watching Black Widow. We don't know. We, we, we know what one person's kind of doing. We know, they're being misled. So they're probably going to be, you know, a fake villain about face at some point. Yeah,
1: yeah. It,
2: we, we get it. But like, it's not as clear as what we're doing. And that's why it's not really as interesting. There's nothing left for us to hold on to to go, OK, what's next? The, the the Florence Pugh what's next is not enough.
0: Yeah, not- I need to know what David uh, Harbour is going to be doing. Yeah. Like, uh, that's where I want... Like, I want more of him in the MCU. I very it, much do. It kinda, knowing that there's a shit ton of fucking widows, though, is like... They need to undo that. Like, they need to do something. Like, But, like... Oh, no! All the widows died! No, because then you run into the fucking Resident Evil problem. Like, again, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember... All of the Res- widows died on the way back <laughs> to your home planet. No! No, like, they're, they're, they're all, they all team up, they're all fighting, and then they all just die in an explosion, and then there's only one left now, and it's all, like, it's Florence Pugh, she got out. And they're like, oh, man, if only all the other widows didn't die. <laughs> yeah. Like, Too bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh oh. I guess I guess girls aren't a
2: renewable resource.
0: Weird. Weird, Weird. Goyles. <laughs> I Goyles. wish I wish Goyles were more of a renewable resource. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck does that <laughs> What does that line even mean? You fucking weirdo. Like, like and that's what I'm saying. I think that there's a lot of things that were like in plans and in development, and they were just kind of like even that plot point
2: would play better if it's not after cosby's let out of jail like you waited long uh, enough for it to not land well that's wild like you had a time sensitive plot point and you waited until it wasn't time sensitive somehow
0: i mean i don't know man it just why did it have to be the weird trigun uh fortress in the sky thing (laughs)
2: that's that's been done so much in Marvel like I'm so tired of it like okay so you've just been up there the whole time how did you not run into the helicarriers like they've been operating since like the 90s apparently based on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. so like how did that not happen like uh, uh, (laughs) jeez what what is our like norad doing in the 90s if if there's i mean there's telecarriers flying up there undetected there's this thing there's aliens coming back and forth what are we doing what baby? is Sh-
0: what is shield doing if not being a multinational organization like
2: you're fucking with wanda cuz she's running a town like go deal with the fucking flying evil fortresses what are you guys doing
0: no i mean as as far as like so like shield to me was always kind of like we're above you know, governments, thing. right? But like They're supposed to be like
2: a UN, but functional.
0: But but Russia seems to always just be that like ah, well those Russians they are equally uh, technologically capable as us. Ha ha. Commentary, I guess.
2: Well, because what normally happens is the big bads for a comic book or a henchman kind of thing kind of scale with what's appropriate for the culture. And we can't do that because you can't visualize a terrorist without, like, I can. Frank Miller, on them. Frank Miller they helped me. Frank Miller helped me. They just put turbans on people and go, yep, terrorists. They, they don't think there's any other visual language for terrorists. And we can't do that because, you know, that's a racial issue. So your bad guys have to go back to the thing we can still be mad at, which is Russians. We all hate Russia. Everybody can get behind that.
0: I don't know. I mean, there was the there's that one. Um, I am tired of Russians. And everything has to be a Russian. What is what is the one comic that I'm thinking of, and I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. is it Frank Miller uh, that I'm thinking of, who like wrote a weird, um, like it was a Batman uh, story that got rejected. About him like going to the Middle East and beating up fucking terrorists.
2: Maybe I'm not sure I've heard that one.
0: And then, uh, who's the other Miller comic book writer? Then
1: uh, the other. You know what I'm talking
0: about, though, right? Like, so there's a there's a there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's a guy. It's one of the Millers who wrote a comic book that was like a, it was supposed to be a a.
2: Oh oh I, okay. holy
0: terror. Holy terror. Yeah, and he, it was supposed to be a Batman thing.
2: They they wouldn't let him do Batman with it. So it is
0: to, a Frank uh, Miller thing. Yes. But it is Frank Miller, definitely. So holy terror is what I think of when I think of uh oh how do you how do you use the current zeitgeist of bad guys, aka people in the Middle East, and then like make them the bad guy. There you go. You just do this really fucked up story.
2: Right, but you can't actually do that, which was my point. Uh, It doesn't
1: work. So... (laughs) I mean... Who
2: who is the bad guy for American culture right now? You're gonna get get a couple of different answers, depending on who you ask. But I mean, if you ask some people, they will say it's terrorists in the Middle East, and other people will say it's the U.S. government. So like... We we have some issues with having a unified cultural bad guy. We don't have one of those. We don't have a Cold War Russia. We don't have a Nazi Germany. Uh, we we are the baddies. We have rapidly learned that we as Americans maybe are not the best people on the planet. At least based off what our country does to other people on the planet.
0: But that's been a throughline in so, comics since the '60s, like because of Vietnam. Like- it, it's been there, but they've always had other examples
2: of things that you could do. Visually to showcase that this person is a bad person, but now you can even do that. Like e- even trying to show like street gangs doesn't work because you have to make sure that there's it, it's a it's a multicultural street gang, which isn't how street gangs really happen much. Uh, but you have to do that because you can't have an all black group, or else you lose the black demographic and vada, yada yada yada.
0: So I'm, we, we I'm don't. Sorry, have... I want to remake the Warriors, okay? Like I, I, I <laughs> but need. But you can't. I need that. You can't. It just would not work. Can you
1: dig it? <laughs> Come play.
0: Uh, but it, it, it's just—it's just how do how do how do those Russians and the super secret like operate this fucking floating fortress? Like, How I, did they lose the Cold War if Russians have the super soldier and this intricate spy network? Like, what the fuck happened in 616? Like, yeah, you had uh you had the super you had the winter soldier program, you clearly had super soldiers. You We knew about <laughs> aliens in
3: the 90s. We knew about aliens in the 90s, like since then. Well, what what did the US have? They had shield ant-man? They had Howard
2: Stark building all sorts of crazy shit. They, they had Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. running around constantly. Uh, You're they not had, wrong. They had, I mean, yeah, the U.S. had plenty of shit going on, but like not enough to overthrow an entire other superpower with the same kind of shit. Like, do we not remember that when they were testing the super serum, or the super soldier serum, I Russian spy, I guess it was German. Was it German? It was spy? Germany, yeah. German spy. Yeah. So American anti-spying tactics are not good. Like we we have established that, uh, there 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 is a fuck. There's a, a German Nazi living inside of a computer in a in a U.S. Navy base in upstate New York. Like, w- we have some really weird shit going on with how things are being done in like. Well, remember, this, I mean that was the whole thing. Like, like, like
0: the 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 Nazis infiltrated. Uh, oh, sorry, Hydra infiltrated. You know, all of she- most of Shield. Like, damn, dude, like. I, that's that, the symbolism strong there. I get it. You know, like fascism yeah. rises from from within quite a bit. Like understood. Like I like okay. that's why I liked Winter Soldier. The whole questioning of like how how deep is blind patriot, patriotism? Like you know really, like how deep can right. you go with it? So a question for you guys
2: because uh, I haven't had a chance to talk to y'all about this uh, in regards to Falcon and Winter Soldier. When that ending happened, the, the post-credit scene, and you see, you know, U.S. Agent getting ready to go do the thing, you took you away from that that U.S. Agent's a bad guy, right? That this is like a manipulative thing that's being done, not like a positive thing. Like You, you understood that from the context, correct? Uh, that's not how I saw it. Really?
3: No. I kind of feel like... Maybe I'm noticed. the one who because he, he he did show like some good like or at least I like, I guess, he uh, I don't see restraint. I don't see that as yeah
0: I don't see it as him being
2: yeah I don't okay this is immediately after he has just shielded a an innocent I'm mean, not innocent person mm. but somebody who has given giving himself up somebody who was giving himself up unarmed he has shielded him into the concrete until his head exploded correct so my takeaway from this was U S agent is like full fascist maybe even like. An actual like, maybe we have Hydra popping up again or something. Like, it, it, not good, not good. Is and that is that everything what take you... Dreyfus's
0: character is like a Hydra like reformation?
2: Yeah, yeah, she's bad. Not and, a, and,
0: no, she, her being bad is obvious. U.S. agent right. being bad is not in the same way. Because I they're... mean, it,
2: I don't know. It seems it seems painfully obvious to me that's what we're going. Like, this is a person who's got some decent fundamental stuff in there somewhere. But it has been just ruined by the, the toxic masculinity of the American military, I guess. Like, they're, they're just not... He's not a good person anymore. Like, he's a murderer who's being twisted by the, the serum or by the power that it brings with it or something. But, like, the direction, the, the vector we have for, for John Walker is not good. See, I, don't, I, don't, I saw a lot of people I don't, I don't walk away S2 from too that scene. And white. I
0: don't see us too black and white. Is that black and white? Okay. Like uh, but I saw that... a lot
2: of people walking away from that scene thinking that, like, this is a good thing. That her character is a good character. That, that he is good.
3: That the
0: suit looks. Oh, cool, that that right? is that is an incorrect take. I think that but is my like, problem. Like, yeah, that's my no, problem. That,
3: there, there, there's something more to it than just like, like, I guess I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't, I don't get how anyone can see that and be like, oh, that's a good thing. Like, no, I, I think right. somebody's trying to take this opportunity where we don't know where all the Avengers are right now. Right, so um,
0: almost so t- trying to take uh, power in in amidst the chaos, like post endgame Post end game, like and yeah, power vacuum. Stark's dead,
3: yeah, yeah. Cap's dead. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and U.S. agent could be like that face yeah. that they need.
2: That that was the obvious takeaway for me, and I saw a lot of people, especially on Twitter, that were like, "Oh man, that guy's awesome, new costume." Like, no, guys, he's a fascist. Like, the costume is is See, again,
0: again, that's where I'm like. I think the the what they did in the show personally with with US Agent and John Walker specifically, when they're sitting there and they're having those conversations uh with uh you know uh black sidekick character number, you know, four seven two, uh when they had those conversations, it was kind of showing they're kinda of like, hey, I do I know you're a good guy. And like it's, a, it's one of those things where it's not necessarily that... He, I, I don't think that he himself is, like, fashy. I think that there's this hidden part of him that's kind of like... You, you, he thinks he's doing the right thing. Whereas, his character is like, Let me take your good intention. Let me take your good intention. And absolutely fucking twist it to my fucking will. Like, that's what I see yeah. her. Like, I don't see him as like, oh, fuck, he's bad. Oh, fuck. Like, no, because I think the costume does look nice. So I, I, I always liked the U.S. agent's costume. But like the whole thing I is. And too, but it's fashion. But like, again, it's just one of those things where you, you take, you take into consideration that he is a good man being misled because of like the, the, the. The systems around him, I guess.
2: So, so you think where we leave off the. That- John Walker as a character is still a good
0: character. I think that he, his intentions are there. Okay, like, but,
2: but intentions.
0: Inten- I mean, his, you know. it, we, we haven't seen any more actions from him, is my point. Like his entire setup has been I'm trying to do a thing that's never been done, which is take fucking Captain America's place. But then you yeah, find out that also- it happened with Isaiah Bradley, but like, and that's a whole different conversation, but like he's trying to be the. Like, face, and like, it's very corporate and very controlled. Like, he, but he's trying to do good. It's why he went to multiple tours, you know, uh, in the middle. He's doing what he thinks is the path to be a good person. But the whole point of that story,
2: though, is that what he thinks is required to be a good person is shifting. The the lines are blurring. The gray is becoming. But he was already a soldier. Like, that was already there. Like, but I mean, but we saw him actually kind of caring about people. Like, he has, a, he has a friend that he cares about and stuff like that. And then we saw that change into somebody who's willing to bash somebody's face and with a shield on the concrete. like Because his friend got killed.
0: Like again, that I is, know, but that is a change. But that's, that's not what a I'm change. Saying. He a was a soldier. If that happened on the fucking battlefield there, he would have shot those fuckers too. Like, that's my point, is that he's still a soldier. It, it, but if he had done
2: that as a soldier, he would have been arrested. Like... Killing somebody who has given themselves up is a war crime. is against the rules of engagement. That would not work. Like that's supposed to be the I, very I,
0: opposite of what Captain America is supposed to be. I, th- I think in in that particular situation, well, because the, the whole the whole problem with what happened in Falcon and Wilder Soldier, right, is because they are already. Operating like extrajudicially, like that's the big problem is that they're all doing whatever the fuck they want without any like sort of like oversight. Like, why the fuck right. are all of them there? First of all, like, they're all the- who the fuck are Bucky and Falcon? Like, why are you guys operating completely outside the law? And then nothing, I'm, just, I'm like, what the fuck? So, like, like
2: could- I-, I guess we should have talked about Captain Warner Soldier more because we have opinions and maybe some conflicting opinions on this, but. I didn't like Captain the Winter Soldier as much as I like these others. I thought the bad guys were very uh, not well done.
0: International war crimes isn't very cash money of it. It's not cash.
2: Money. <laughs> uh, but like watching Captain the Winter Soldier, though, like, I don't know if I was supposed to, but I was conflicted throughout most of it because everybody sucks. This isn't everybody sucks here kind of
0: post. i think I think like, I think that is the point. Like, is that the point? Like, I wasn't sure. To I me, really that sure. to me, that's the whole point. Is that Captain uh uh Falcon and Winter Soldier is the they're shades of gray to this shit. Like, right. and that's what's made Cap Steve Rogers stand out because he was not a shades of gray kind of person. And that was very clear in Winter Soldier, where like you have uh Nick Fury basically like, Hey, like there's you know some things you gotta do, you gotta do, and Cap's like Nah, I don't think so. I do not agree with that at all. But like, so that's where you have like to take up that mantle. Like it means a lot because of the fact that like Steve Rogers was such a shining example and like Falcon has baggage of being, you know, a black man. Bucky has baggage of being someone who was manipulated and taken care. And he has like this history he's he's ashamed of like John Walker like he's trying to be this idolized version, but like he grew up in a different era of war, where it's not fight the Nazis and these are the bad guys and this is what we're gonna be doing. The newsreel, like he's fighting a, a, a like he grew up, you know, fighting an insurgency and this and that. Like it's a, it's a much different warfare, and like that system that he like grew up with. That's where he failed as as Captain America. He failed in that regard but like, I feel like he was always with this intention that this is what's right, this is what's going to protect the most amount of people. Like He's doing the most amount of good that he thinks he can. And I think, but it's still not I'm enough. I'm just saying, if, I, if a, a, enough- a
2: real-life real US agent just smashed the fuck out of an Antifa person's face, it wouldn't play well. It wouldn't go so hot. Uh, I, I thought it was really interesting how quickly people were willing to forgive his just wanton murder. Because, like, oh well, you know, I mean, Wyatt Russell's kind of handsome, so like, we can just forgive him, right? Fine, he made a boo boo. We all make boo boos. I, I, I just, I don't know. I, I don't know what the fucking point of Captain the Winter Falcon the Winter Soldier was really supposed to be. I got the points they wanted to make, but I don't think it made them well. It Maybe. just kind of used things that were in the the current zeitgeist, using a, a flag smasher to be an Antifa analog. Okay, we get it, but kind of boring, little trite.
3: Uh, I I don't know if you guys know this, but like Falcon and the Winter Soldier had like a a story, and then the pandemic happened, and then they had to rewrite it because I think in the original writing, they had like a pandemic style uh, event happen in the show, but because COVID 19 happened, they had to do a lot of rewrites because. I I don't know, I guess they must have felt it felt like too close to current too, events. Too real.
2: That that actually yeah. makes some sense to me.
3: That's why like that's why there's like moments in like Talking <laughs> in the Winter Soldier where it just kind of like there's like a lot of uh expositions. Like they they had
1: an actor, uh the old lady that
3: that uh the girl really cared about. She she was supposed to have a bigger role than what she was given. Like they they cast this. Uh, I, I don't know her name. Uh, That's interesting. I, I would like to yeah. see
2: if there's any info on what it was supposed to. Be I, I'd like to read some had,
0: scripts so. from that. That'd be interesting. Yeah. Like because again, yeah, yeah, like, for me, I I, per-
3: <laughs> I I know that I know that the director has gone on and like said a few things about like you know some things had to like be changed. And then I think Marvel even told him like just stop saying stuff like that like this is the way it was supposed to be, and then uh, he was told like he I think he said something along the lines of like like oh well it's written the way that it had to be sort of thing, which again I don't know again I
0: I'm 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 for that sort of you know reasoning as well kind of like you can talk about alternates all the time because like you can talk about Edgar Wright's actual Ant Man and blah, blah 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 and where that would have led Ant Man as a character like okay sure but like. We're not, you can't talk about those hypotheticals unless now you have the multiverse, which is like, hey, Edgar Wright, you want to make a fucking Ant-Man movie? We'll have an alternate. Let's <laughs> go, baby. And the, <laughs> that would be interesting. <laughs> Give him the I redemption arc. Give him the redemption
2: arc, baby. <laughs> like, that. that's the next logical conclusion for the what if series is, you know, let's just do what if movies. Like, what if we let it actually do Ant-Man? Okay, let's just let him do it this time. Fine. Whatever.
0: Well, like so, like, as far as like Falcon Winter you, I think that there's a there's this injection of, um, sh- the the shades of gray, Captain America, and it's why even though it was clunky, uh, personally, like the way that the way that Falcon, as new Cap, basically said like, listen, there is a lot of baggage to this fucking shield and being being this this symbol, but you have to keep in t- account that like. I will continue to try to be an example because like putting the work in, you got to put the work in and make it better. You have, you can't just be like, it needs to be better and then expect it to be better. And that's like the thing that with uh, Isaiah Bradley and him like discussing, where he's going to like, fuck, like, you're going to be, you're going to be basically the white man's puppet. And he's like, no, I'm going to do the best that I can. Like, it may not be perfect. I may fuck up and I may like look bad, like, doing it, like, trying. But I'm gonna try. I'm not just gonna fucking throw in the towel. Like, and I think that sort of conviction is what you need to recontextualize, like, who uh, Sam is as uh, Cap. as Cap. Like, this is his Cap. He's not Steve Rogers. He's not the fucking shiny example of good. He has his baggage. He, like, his, like, the thing that he grew up with, with his sister, like, he had a whole different, like, you know, life growing up compared to what, like... This, this this white boy from the 40s <laughs> like it's just a whole different whole different life don't say like how weird uh ah, golly gee <laughs> it's so different and i think that's what like he wants to be an inspiration to those who, who don't see that and like okay so i see where they're going with that and that's why i think like us asian is kind of like you have this well-intentioned person who is a soldier he was uh crafted through the, the the toxicity of like sports and then like of the military of the american military industrial complex and like he has this idea of like i'm doing the right thing but there's always that person who's like you know pulling those strings and making him do like things and telling him it's fine this is okay like you're doing I'm the so best and so. it's just like and it's just like he did it for Uncle Sam. Like, yeah, you're doing it you for smash your country. You smashed that face for freedom. Like, yeah, and it's kind of like, so you have someone like Drivers who, who pushes that well-intentioned, like, to, to the nth degree. Like, how far can you push that good-intentioned person who wants, to, who wants to protect, you know, his friend, his family, his country? Like, he, he has this idea of countries that, like, Steve Rogers was, like, breaking you away from. Like after after uh, Winter Soldier, that was the whole thing. It Was kind of like, no, we tear it all down. We're not making Shield again. Shut the fuck up, Nick. <laughs> Nick Fury, you shut the fuck up. We are not doing Shield again. You shut your mouth. Shield <laughs> like, two is not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to do. We, gotta do, we gotta be no, like, we're going oh, to call it Sword. Oh, get it. <laughs> I do. I do like what they did for that for one division. That was really. That was really nice.
2: I guess it just bothers me to a certain extent that so many people can watch US Agent's whole story arc and come out of that with like you can see how there's a gray area there. For me, there is no gray area there. None. There there's no gray area for the John Walker character or for US Agent. Bat. It's bad. The whole thing is bad. It, it's again, it's it's something that I have a personal thing with, but like being manipulated and being used. To, to further somebody else's agenda against your will is kind of a thing that I'm not cool with. It bothers me. Uh, and definitely, I don't believe that there is a, an end to justify the means that involves smashing a face with a shield. Like, it, that doesn't work for me. So, I don't know, maybe that's just a, a statement of where I am and where this country is, that, like, that's considered a gray area for some, and it's not for me, but... Like, I, 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 I it's kind of one of those things
0: where, like... I want the
2: flag smashers to win. Like,
0: where, where, do you, where do you, where do you have the idea of like any killing being justified? Right. Like, if you're going that hard right. line, right? Like, and, 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 well, and
2: uh, the the central conflict though is what to do with all these people that came back. So now we have too many people and not enough space. What do we do? That that is the central conflict. What 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 the flag smashers want is to get rid of country boundaries so we don't have refugees sitting in you know Afghanistan rather than just moving back to their home country. Like, all that makes good sense, and it's, it's, you know, one of those things that's trying to, like, mimic things that are actually going on with the refugee crisis over in Europe and all that, but, like, I just, it, it's dumb. Like, what are we, we're fighting over whether these people get to live in their home or not? Like, again, I, I don't see the other side of a lot of the, the both sides presented in the show. Uh, maybe I'm just too radicalized, uh, but I don't know.
0: Uh, again that, that entire thing it was a very like interesting conf- uh, conflict because again before like during this rebuilding reclamation uh, all these five years like there was a breakdown in you know international yep. lines and I'm like oh that's really cool and then like people are back and now everyone wants to strengthen those lines again and it's kind of like now what do we do with we, like, we, we, we know for a fact that there are cosmic threats
2: Things so much bigger than any country border. Like, what the fuck? A a dude crashed his fucking spaceship into the planet on his way to eliminate half of all life in the universe. Maybe we can get over the fucking NAFTA agreement. Like, maybe? Maybe? We don't need a fucking border
0: wall when Thanos can just go up in a spaceship? Yeah, like, uh, that, that's what, what the what, f- uh, what are we doing? But that's my—that was my point about the whole shield thing and like Black Widow, like ah, oh, Russia has their own thing. Like I think that even Russia would be like, ah, uh, we need to fucking figure this shit out because like these people have fucking spaceships and shit. Like we need to, yeah. Uh, like apparently they're just magic <laughs> yeah, rocks, here, guys. There are magic
2: rocks, like that do really big shit. Why the fuck are we fighting each other? There are whole other galaxies full of things that want to eat our planet. That's not a metaphor. Like, there are things out there that want to eat the planet. We do not need to worry about whether this is Vermont or Canada. Nobody fucking cares. So the whole conflict the Flag Smashers are railing against
0: But that's is also, crazy. But that's also the thing that's, a, a, like, a problem in comics where you get to introduce these things. Because that's just, like, the logical thing that we would all be like, we'd all... Be Independence Day resurgence. It's the world now. Like, because we know the alien threat. There is no, like, ah, well, Russia. No, 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 like, no. Like, we're, we're the world. It's Earth versus everybody. It's now. Earth versus everybody right. else. Like, we're, we're, we have to fucking figure this shit out.
3: I feel like a lot of people would just be like, oh, well, what does that have to do with me? Who cares?
2: I, I get like, the apathy. So, so you're, you're, COVID makes me think you're probably right. But how can you not convince somebody? How can you not convince somebody
3: that? An existential threat for an entire planet doesn't affect you. My guess would just, again, just be like, oh, well, what can I, I do to stop that? I'd rather uh, play with my little, like, lines where where Virginia is at. Like, no, I want that small extra eight. So, like,
2: go, go play with your maps, but don't think it matters. Like, just know for a fact that you're a coward and you're running away to high as the world gets blown up around you. Like if you're cool with that, fuck yeah, do your thing, man. Just get out of my fucking way. That's all I care about, really, in, in any situation. And, and again, coming back to the the Falcon Winter Soldier, the flag smashers are right. <laughs> this is dumb. This is dumb that we care about flags.
0: Right? Yeah. No, no, no. And not that, 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 that was the thing that was really weird when they were trying to like like there were certain parts where you could tell they were trying to paint them like bad guys. And it's kind of like. You guys created. They, they were
2: supposed a, <laughs> to be the bad guys, and they are not.
0: Well, that's the point. Like you, you, you created you created a a bad guy, in which they are correct in not <laughs> maybe not necessarily their methods. because like that was the whole problem, right? No, Is methods that are bad because they they started killing people like en mass, innocent people to get their point across. And like, okay, sure, like that's the that's where the like the internal struggle among themselves where she was like, we got to do what we got to do. and they, But they, the other guy was kind of like, but they didn't, they weren't part of this. Like that, they don't matter. Like, why are you, why are you sacrificing them? Like for nothing? Like, what is the point? And it's the reason why, again, like, so you have like the, the two like thoughts where you have Sam, who is a, was a grief counselor post-war, you know, and he had to come back. He's like, I need to talk to her because, like, she's right, she's hurting. I need to talk to her. And then you have um, the person who's literally spent his entire life being told, like, you know, like, this is how it's got to get done. Like, you put them down. Like, you, this is a person who, like, is doing bad. And, like, he tries to do the thing with Bucky. And then what ends up happening is his now, now his best friend gets fucking killed. Like, that level of, in his mind, again, in his mind, that level of, of uh, action led to his friend dying. And so then, in a fit of rage, he kills that guy. And it's like, you're kind of, there's still the terrorists. Stepping
2: over that line, though, is meant to be the story. That's, it, that's his arc. Is it goes from, okay, I'm angry, but I make a rational decision because I got my friend here who can help me calm down and think things through. Now he's gone. Now I'm not thinking, I'm just acting. And the first thing he does when he's acting on gut instinct is, like, that's what he wants to do as a as a
0: gut instinct. As a, that, that's scary. as a soldier, as a soldier. Yeah, again, and that's funny. but because the, like the same the same thing happened with, with even Steve Rogers. Like he was a soldier. Like he went out and like he killed tons of people. Like he like, again those movie Nazis. shows people who are like again, actual Nazis. But, but again, leftist terrorists. Like right wing terrorists, right? But I mean, like the, that's, the difference is that, like, you agree with one John, of them. That's the only fucking difference. No, like the no, policy it's not that behind it. Like, them.
2: it's not that I agree with one of them. It's that I could be
0: labeled one of them.
2: John Walker could smash my face, and y'all could be like, "Yeah, she deserved it."
0: No, that's but that but that's my my point in terms of like the the, the societal structure that was put around John Walker. Like he's hunting international these international terrorists. Like that was the whole like point. And like I, I,
2: I don't. I don't think I disagree with the point you're making. I just take it one step further in the Captain America experience fails. It fails. You can't do it. It was a once in a, in a lifetime that you happened to find the one man who could be enhanced like that and not become a fascist. Like, and he struggled with it constantly. Like it, was, it was something that we talked about throughout every one of the Captain America properties is that you know this is a struggle to do the right thing even when you don't have to, all that. You know, John Walker doesn't. That's that's a problem for me. But I mean, you're right. It is more concerning to me that I could very easily be labeled one of these radical leftists because I think that borders are dumb, because they are.
0: But again, like, you're not going to convince it,
2: me otherwise.
0: But it, like again, that's not the point. Is it's not the agreeing with the with the philosophical idea behind it. It's the fact that like they started resorting to like bombing things and killing people and like. That's where okay, it's different. But, Again, but uh, you're saying like oh, you're saying that they would kill me if I killed people. That's so no, crazy. No, I'm saying they I would, would be like I'm yeah, they, they would. would. Yeah. I'm saying they would send
2: John Walker after people who were protesting in Minnesota or in Portland this past year, and he would have killed them. Like, and then we'd be right back to where we are now, but with an extra Kent State thrown in, which is not a de-escalation. That is an escalation of a culture war. You can't do that. That's my whole point is that this is not a good story because it doesn't make any goddamn sense. The radical leftists are correct, but we have to kill them because they're so correct we can't prove that they're incorrect. Well, we just have uh, to get rid of them
0: again. Like, first, you said, like the Western media has trouble depicting leftist radicals and their narratives without killing them in the end because they do not know what else to do with them. Because they they also have
2: a hard time doing leftist radicals that aren't killing people. Like, it doesn't make sense to them that these people would have an actual radical left goal of just eliminating borders for people to do better without like, without, to,
0: without resorting to terrorism like that's right. the thing yeah well, they, they can't figure that one out they get they couldn't think yeah. that like they would uh because op- again this 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 person the flag mentioned they have such a huge following that they could do whatever the fuck they want right like they have all these people who are willing to volunteer and do random shit like you're saying they couldn't start a fucking movement they couldn't by by show of like just massive person like force and convincing they couldn't make no I have to start killing motherfuckers and it's like there, there is a movement like this the like, sunrise
2: movement like it's like they do exist peacefully on earth currently and they don't require being murdered to get the point across that maybe it's not the best way to do things but like, again
0: but is is the sunrise movement killing people no Th- that's, that's my point that's it, my point they, like is that- but, but they're just the justification within the narrative is that these people cross the line and then like because of that like john but walker as a john soldier, walker crosses
2: the line like that's I, the not, whole point. Not,
0: and that's why i'm saying that this show introduces gray areas because at the end fucking ca- new captain america was kind of like you know that they were fucking right right like you basically said like you know you're right like what they did was wrong but What they were thinking and what they were like wanting to the message that they were trying to impose upon all you people fucking squabbling over bullshit is correct. Like that's how Captain America, that's how new Captain America is like, yeah, they're right. You guys are assholes. And like, sure. But that's the difference between John Walker and and our
2: original cap is that, you know, John Walker is an ins justify the means. With Steve Rogers, we have to do things the right way. That's the importance: is doing it the right way. That is the statement. It's not what we do; it's why we do the things we do. We might do things that are hard, harder than they should be, but it's because we have to do it the right way. You know, we we I, I'm gonna get my ass beat rather than just beating the fuck out of Tony Stark because I want him to hear me and listen to me.
0: Like, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill Bucky even though like even though he's trying to kill me like i'm here to try to convince you i will continue to like be like non-violent to get across to try to reach you like i and that's what i'm saying i i get i get that that's why i'm saying this this the show is just adding these shades of gray across the board because i think that like sam is not that guy sam is not that guy
2: Right, which means that we probably shouldn't be doing this story without that guy. Like, having a John Walker opposite of a Steve Rogers would be interesting. Having John Walker opposite of nobody, a bunch of people trying to flounder to come up with an idea of what Captain America should be, isn't as interesting to me. Uh, again, I don't find John Walker compelling. I guess maybe that's the difference. Maybe some people are able to empathize with John
0: Walker in a way that I'm not. But I don't empathize with John Walker. I, I, I see, and I do, because like, I know... Like, maybe it's because... Maybe it's like. It's like I I didn't have the experience like you did in the same sense like in in those in those years like for me it was more seeing uh people go to like Iraq and Afghanistan this and that like that you can tell that like none of them were like happy about what the fuck they had to do right but then you you find the ones who were like I did what I did for you and you know those people. And you're kind of like, oh, you're so fucking misled. Like in that way, like that's so like you didn't do anything for me. Like yeah, that's I didn't mean, want you to do it. You didn't help me at all. Like, please, please understand. You just invoked American fascism on and yeah, like, like it, and, and, and that's where I'm kind of like this person, but this person truly believes that sort of thing. And like that's where like my personal empathy comes from. Where it's kind of like, oh, like you, to me, you're misled and you're misinformed in in that in that regard. But like you're still doing what you think is right, but people can take advantage of that. Like people can take advantage of your like ideation and patriotism to do like horrible things. And that's the thing that that, that's a lesson that you're not, that you didn't embark from, you know, like history lessons. Uh, like I would say like Nazi Germany, like you didn't take the fact that they were just, you know, there's, there's this idea that's like, Oh, that's for Germany. It's like, well, mm." but that leads you to down a road to do whatever the fuck you want for the country. And that's not, good and that's why i see like i see uh Dreyfus's character coming in and being like you can still do some good you know and he's like i want to do good like he's lost like he's lost and like he's like i want to do good i want to do good and she's like i will help you do good and then you can see the more direct uh way that she acts with uh florence Pugh, which is like hey you want to um, Want to kill you some wanna motherfuckers? Yeah, you want to get revenge? Like she's using people's personal like traumas to guide them for her personal goals, and I think like that 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 in itself is a very interesting thing. But you, and that's where I'm like that this person's very evil. Like you're clearly like up, like you know taking advantage of trauma, like and and people's like upbringings. It's like ah, you want to revenge your sister? Like here you go, here's some revenge. Like, hey, you want to do good for the country? You can do some real good. And it's not kind of like you're, you're taking these, these people who are, are warped by particular events and, and like sending them on their way. Like, you know, instead of, you know, working it out the way that instead of working it out the way that Bucky had to work out through his fucking traumas. Like, and I know Virtue said that they didn't really portray it very well, and you're right, but it's kind of hard to portray a thing that could never happen. Like, ah, you've been alive for, you know, a hundred years and, um, you were, you were used so badly that you were literally like refrozen, reprogrammed, erased, like that sort of thing. You know, you gotta, what's the word? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta gotta, gotta mess with it a little bit. You gotta squish it, you know, fit it into the, cause again, there's no like direct, you know, one-to-one. Uh, I was a Winter Soldier. Tell me about that one time. Oh, tell me about the Tell me about your Winter Soldiering. How did that make you feel? How did that
1: make you feel? But your Winter Soldiering. Don't Trauma understand. seems
2: to be a, a huge part of what the the narrative. Don't introduce a do therapist anything. that should clearly have her license revoked. <laughs> she, she should. She should. Yeah, uh, mean, but, but you know, WandaVision was all about Wanda's trauma as a, you know, younger person. And dealing Loki with it. Loki was all about Loki's <sighs> trauma as a younger person. Captain Falcon the Winter Soldier was kind of, I don't know, America's trauma? But we didn't really deal with it. I feel like we flirted with it. But I guess having seen things like Watchmen 2019 and, and, you know, things that actually deal with some of these issues direct and front and center, I do want something more than what we got out of this. I want something more than just a hypothetical where... They make the people who are the most compelling to me the bad guys, because they have to be like, that's what it boiled down to as you couldn't have the flag smashers make it out of that series. You have to have them gone. So you have to make them bad so you can get rid of them. And that's just lame. I think it would have been a more, much more interesting story if they were completely nonviolent and you watch John Walker become right.
0: Because, and right. And, and that's where we talk about like, uh, uh, like theoreticals. You can't like think in those kinds of terms, i'm pretty sure that could have been a great idea like and you're right Right. that would have been like just that more in the direction that would have been extra compelling like they they are non-violent they're making big movements and here is new captain america coming in and wants to do a good thing but can't do anything unless he's killing somebody right like he 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 knows one thing and that's to be a soldier and like so he goes in there and acts like the fascist police and this and that. And then you can have that parallel of like, they're just doing demonstrations and they're now retaliating or not retaliating, but defending themselves. And then you're using that action right. to justify whatever the fuck you're doing. Like then, then you can draw direct parallels where they're not doing anything. Here comes this right. force of captain America. They respond to survive. And again, it's where like, that's a, that's a whole different story. But like what they were telling was the justification is there because like, that's where she went. And whether or not that right. was the result of the serum, we don't know. Because remember, it, it, that was the whole question. Does the serum change you or like what? That's that an interesting point that I hadn't
2: thought about. I hadn't seen somebody mention it this way. But the super soldier serum, it's a hard thing to say. Uh, I mean, <laughs> seems see me. to have really fucked up John Walker. Like he ain't doing hot on it. It didn't fuck up Steve Rogers. What is the key hmm. difference?
0: Well, what did, what did, what did uh, uh, the doctor say? What did uh, was what Tucci Erskine? was it Stanley Tucci? Oh, he said that
3: it, it 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 makes you more of who you are, or something yeah. like
2: that. right. Yeah. It magnifies who you are, doesn't change who you are. But what is the key distinction between John Walker and Steve Rogers, well, other than the out of time thing? Again,
0: the thing that Tucci said was: there's you, an important one here that I think is really really. He important. says, uh, "You can be. Uh, uh, you don't need a good soldier. You need a good man." And, right, like that's
2: the key distinction. Steve Rogers yeah. isn't a soldier. He's he's not. He wasn't a soldier, he was a washout, he understood the concepts but can't do the thing as his body sucks. He wasn't actually a soldier, he wasn't conditioned by war, he didn't go to war, he did more shit as part of the USO tour than he did anything else. And that's why he's such a good Captain America. His gut instinct isn't to just pick up a gun and start shooting. Sometimes you have to get up on stage and start singing, because that's what you have to do for that moment. And that was a really key distinction, I think. John Walker is not a USO show guy. He's not getting up there on stage and dancing because that's what the thing calls for. Him, right. He's
0: he's a frontline soldier and like a guy. He's an actual guy. soldier. And when right. you take the soldier and put the soldier serum in
2: them, they just become a super soldier. What you had with Cap was a superhero. First, he was actually trying to be somebody to look up to, somebody to mimic, somebody to embody the spirit of the entire country.
0: But and, and but that's where my point is, like my empathy comes from. Like I know people who like, you know deep down like they're good people and they're like they're soldiers and they but they 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 do believe that like thing that they were told and they're kind of like you're doing what's good and you're doing what you're doing is is justified like because like for a lot of them and i and i feel bad like uh i'm not gonna, I'm not gonna name who they are but like, they have like they have nightmares of what they, like what they went through like they have their 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 traumas but like they sit there and go like i did what i had to do you know and it's like you're talking about John Walker. Who's like, I did what I needed, had to do. But like, he's also like, I'll do it again. Like I'll do it. Over. And he's someone who like is, is so bought into the idea that you're right. Like, again, you give him that super soldier serum and that like he's just like, I am this person. I am this embodiment of, of, of the military industrial complex. And in a way he is whether it, like, that, and that's, that's kind of like the point. And, like, that's where I see it. There's a gray area. Cause like, I don't, sit there and demonize like when I, when I am like, again, like I'm sure you could agree with this, right? I don't dislike like the majority of soldiers. I dislike what the mission is and what they're doing and what the policy is to send them out and what the foreign policy is. But like, I'm not going to sit there and blame like some grunt, like for the same things like, ah, you're, you're this and that. And it's kind of like that dude probably just like washes the truck. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, it's kind of hard. I mean, I I don't
2: really like most of the soldiers that I've met, either current or former, but it's mostly because of what role we make soldiers keep in this country. Like, as a trans person, this is a fun conversation, but the expectation of what you're supposed to be often dictates what you do. And we have an expectation of soldiers being a certain thing, and so they tend to live up to that. And part of that is to be like the cowboy, the John Wayne type. And that's not good. It's not good for a soldier. It's definitely not good for a person. But that is what a lot of our soldiers want to be. That's what they want to live up to. And I don't like people like that at all. I don't value them. You're not helping the country. You're not helping yourself. You're actually a problem. But it's – I can't blame that individual for that. It's a societal problem. So I don't really hate the soldiers so much as I hate the fact that we have soldiers. Why the fuck do we – it's 2021. Why do we have soldiers? We don't, we don't even use soldiers to actually fight battles. We use drones. So, like, why the fuck do we have so many fucking people in armed uh, uniforms? Like, I don't understand.
0: But I don't know. They're they're different, maybe, like, different soapbox. Like, for me, it's just, like, that's where I see, like, John uh, Walker character. Like, he was fed, like, a lie. Like, at least in my mind, it's a lie. Like, and you and they're now going to use that, like that well intentioned guy who's there to you know do the patriotic thing, do the right thing and like use I want to know what Drivers' goal is, like because there's got to be a goal like because that and to me that's serious like, to me to me, that's tragic. like not necessarily like, oh I, 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 he's, he he's so sympathetic. I see John Walker as tragic. I think he like he had the soldier, you know, thought put in him, like what you're doing is right, and like he's going down this and like it's gonna probably end up getting him killed like I, I think there is that story to be told i just don't think they did it i don't think that's what happened i think i think, it's, I think uh, what they did was set
2: it up and that's the problem like
0: again and, everything and, and everything again i might up.
2: change my mind completely after we see where this goes but for right now it feels like they were setting that up so you can think that about him without putting the work in.
0: that's like, what i'm saying this like, all that's what i meant by like, all three of these shows All they did was pull back a rubber band as hard as they fucking could. There's no, like, again, and all of it's great setup where I'm like, oh, what's going to happen with Wanda? Well, what's going to happen with John Walker? What's going to happen? I'm I'm sitting here. And and that's why I mentioned the
2: mystery box angle. Like, like,
0: it does feel like a big
2: overarching mystery box right now. And now we kind of know that Kang is here, so we kind (laughs) of know what the bad guy is. We still don't know what the real main conflict will be, just that it's probably a multiversal war. But even that could get fucking about face. They they like doing that to us. They like making us think we know what's coming up based off comic books and then not doing that. So, I don't
0: know. Like, yeah, well, let's let's see where, like, the Eternals and Shang-Chi, like, give us in terms of, like, contextualizing these shows, like, further. Because, like, it has to. And that's why I think that maybe, like, oh, why do the Eternals not do it? Well, they're, maybe they're living in a universe where Thanos didn't happen. Like, and so... Why now? Or Thanos
2: had to happen the way it happened, and this is the weird thing. I mean, clearly that was part of the Sacred
0: Timeline, was Thanos's whole arc having the way it did. Right. Again, And that's what, again, it raises questions that I feel like these shows have set up a lot of questions. They had great personal moments. They had great, like, like I said, part of Sam accepting being Captain America, had those caveats, had those uh, uh, thoughts, and that sets it up well. Uh, like, Wanda, like, learning to deal with, like, her loss and then, like, becoming a badass bitch uh, on top of that. And then Catherine Han just being cool as shit, you know? Like, worth it. Uh, You have Loki where you have, uh, like, Sylvie, like, still be like, yeah, but I still have my intentions. Like, this is is nice. What you're saying is nice and all. But... Like you didn't, ha- you didn't grow up the same way that I did like on the run nonstop from these assholes. Like I am going to follow through. Right. Like I don't have the, r- the emotional room to sit there and like allow this to not be followed through. Like, and that's like, and again, to me, that's that tragic part where like your, that childhood was taken and this is the yeah. action that has to be done in order to find some level of closure and it's just like you slump and you're like what now like that's that that to me like great but then you're like again so now the overarching thing is like you have the multiverse and you have uh drivers pulling strings you have um wanda becoming stronger because like i think part of the thing about wanda being stronger is dealing with the multiverse with strange in the movie like you had the power up to be this next level right. to be able to deal with with this she was already strong but she was having trouble containing like a fucking built an explosion in a building and now she could right. probably she could like her now if she was as strong now as she was then it would have just been like done taken care oh, of and and we really just at least I
2: don't want another Jean Grey Phoenix story. Like I'm, I'm tired of <laughs> that. I really am.
0: I don't want them to put her down like old Yeller. <laughs> like, like she's too strong. Gotta put her down. <laughs> yeah, like let her wreck
2: some havoc. Let her be sane, just really pissed off. Like that's okay. You can have non crazy women in your properties. It's fine.
1: I don't think they're doing
2: House of M. I think House of M was was the bait and switch with the Ralph Bonner character. Like I think that's what we did with the the Quicksilver from the X-Men universe was to get you to think we're going House of M just to drop it on you. Oh no, Loki fucked it up.
0: Yeah, like House of M was like, no more mutants. And so we thought it was going to be a reverse House of M, and that was the twist. No, comma, more mutants. No, comma, more mutants. (laughs) We thought that was the twist, and now it's kind of like, Okay, maybe the multiverse is the choice. and that's why I'm thinking like, if the if the overall like end game of this big arc, <laughs> end game, uh, if the overall <laughs> uh, final solution ends up being that like we have all these multiverses and now we have to like squish them all together and we find a new stability that's not run by Kang, like we find a new stability. That's I'm where almost Mews, sure the that's new where stability
2: will be multiverse in.
0: Maybe Mine. not final solution. All <laughs> right, Mike, okay, you're right. Maybe man. not final Maybe solution.
2: Maybe not final solution. I, 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 I also it. briefly looked a little terrified there. Uh,
3: but I, it's I think Marvel's what the final end, that solution might, that might be a little problematic.
2: <laughs> I think what we're heading towards though is having a multiverse a stable. I think that's what they want to have set up, so we can do any story we want, in any context we want. We can do Throg. We can do fucking the pet avengers now like whatever if we want to do pet avengers we can we've got we've got gator Loki. we have got throg we're ready to go uh i think that's what they're doing is they're gonna find some way to make it stable but with all of these other branching timelines so they can start to pull things back and forth that's, that's my guess but
0: uh, you know that's actually pretty good like i was thinking like okay re-stabilize one timeline but a stable multiverse Stable multiverse. Would be probably be the It best opens up the possibility them. for
2: anything. You can recast people. You can recast everyone. You can bring back old, you can just have Robert Downey Jr. randomly pop back up as Iron Man for no reason in a random property. Because why not? There's all sorts of Iron Man. We just know I, I, I this. I think this is, again, just a direct result of Enter the Spider-Verse working. I think that worked so effectively that now they're like, okay, I guess audiences aren't so dumb that they can't understand multiverse. So, like, let's get that set up. Let's give the dumb people a chance to catch up, and then we'll just have our multiverse. I mean, that's what we're going for. I And mean,
0: it, it works to me. Like, I think that the tool that I like works, it. I like it. Because, like again, they, they figured out a way to make me sympathize with 2012 Loki very quickly. Oh, my God. Like, like it doesn't so take quickly. any time at all. You're just on board. And honestly, the amount of growth we had from
2: Loki in this one run was. Equal or greater than what we got in the show or in the movie
0: runs. So like, well, because the movies have to be focused on like a singular thing, right? Because like, it's never focused on Loki. How many, how many movies, how many movies was Loki really in post twenty twelve Avengers? Like, Thor: The Dark World. Dark World, and then Thor Ragnarok, and then yeah. So that's it. That's it. Like, and those movies are not about Loki like so about
2: four.
0: So you have like you have like i said it takes all this time of him running around and then you have thor ragnarok and then like he like infinity war he's gone immediately like he figured out to be a good guy right then and there uh post uh losing you know home and he, he's like home is where you have like your family and shit like then these are my family this these are my people then dies immediately so then you go back to 2012 loki then really nice has to be told like, "Hey, uh, here's here's what's supposed to happen in your timeline. You're a dick." And like, and Owen Wilson just fucking sells it. Like, you're a dick. And I'm just like, yeah. "Oh, I'm." Sh- oh, he's right. You're right. And he's like, "Oh, you're not gonna do it." Like, yeah, it's already happened. <laughs> like, it's already happened, my dude. Like, I had to tell you this. It's already, gonna ha- it's already happened. Yeah, like you're you're boring actually. Like
2: you're you're. We we can predict your bullshit. Like everyone predicts your bullshit. Like. The only person who even cares about you at this point is Thor, who remembers that you did the bullshit in kind of a loving way, and that's the only person who cares about you. The only one. The only one. Like, okay, so, so I, I have a question for you. Uh, this is just me wondering what's going to happen going forward. We saw a classic Loki played by Richard Grant fantastically, by the way. Uh, we saw him able to recreate Asgard from memory, basically. Um, uh, And I think that's interesting for his character arc specifically in that, you know, he's been away for a long time pining about Asgard. He's been thinking about it for a long time, yada, yada, yada. But it makes you wonder, like, are we going to get maybe Loki and Sylvie recreating Asgard? They seem to be able to do something akin to that uh, in classic Loki form, so why couldn't the more evolved versions do it? I wonder if that's not how we're going to get an Asgard back into the universe. Something along those lines. That's what I wondered when I saw him you know, conjuring Asgard.
0: Well, when, when Loki and Sylvie were talking, they were like, we can do that? And uh, Loki's like, I think we're more powerful than we think.
2: Yeah, and it's I like think oh, everyone
0: yeah. is. That seems to be everyone's arc so far.
2: Like, Bucky's not controlled by the special words anymore. Uh, uh, Sam can fly in as the shield. Like Everybody's getting upgrades. That's, that's what we're doing so far. Uh, it's getting everybody beefed up for the next round. I, well, I really but also think have a
0: motivation. I think that's that's the other thing. They have motivation to yes. be better. Yes. Like Sam has now. Like he understands the context of the shield. Bucky understands the context of the shield and, and why. Like uh, Sam was hesitant. Like and now he, now that he's free of like the 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 mind control, and like is trying to accept as much penance for his past deeds as he can. Like he he's like. Now it's time to do the right thing. Cause remember Bucky was in the same, same line of thought as John Walker, where he just like, put her down. Like this is dangerous as shit. Put her down. And Sam was always kind of like, no, 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 we can talk to her. Like I get her. Like I understand her. Like I did this shit. Like I understand people with the trauma and, and trying to deal with it. And Bucky just kind of like, kill her. Like what the fuck? But then he realized, and he's kind of like, Oh fuck! <laughs> but, but I think
2: Bucky's story is more interesting. He's not doing it because he just wants to kill somebody because he's mad. Like he really does view that as the the only way to do things. I, I think that perspective is an interesting one. And if they'd done John Walker as that perspective and then had him slowly evolve, I think it would have been more interesting. <laughs> Again, I think you could have made the entire show of that better if you just make the flag smasher non nonviolent.
0: Right. It suddenly no, no, becomes no, you, a really
2: you, interesting.
0: Uh, well, because so, suddenly now there's a a, a a real moral dilemma. There isn't a. Oh, we got to put them down. It's kind of like but they haven't done anything. Like why would you Why would you suggest that? They're causing that? some like, problem
2: maybe. But they're causing problems for the status quo, which isn't necessarily the best choice. Right. If they so, were if they
0: were disrupting, you know, like governments because like there's too many people yeah. and they're all demanding a thing and they're they're having sit-ins at like, you know, food distribution centers and stuff. If they were doing right. things like it would be this weird like how do you, where's the vibe? Where's your vibe check, John Walker? Like you. Remember- you can still
2: have them do some violent stuff. You have the perfect blueprint for what a semi-violent but non-violent thinking, you know, movement looks like. Like we have had Antifa going on for for years now. So like, have flag smashers burn down like a UN outpost where they're making people stand or something. Or, or does kill anybody. It's it just empty. burns down the building. Yeah, they, they and now we them. have our analog. Yeah, like, fine, whatever. It, it, and and you can even do, like, a, a tie into fucking Iraq with, you know, the U.S. pulling out of there in Afghanistan. Like, you can tie that in there, too. Like, there's more interesting stories to tell than the sanitized version I feel like we got.
0: I mean, again, it's, that, that, it's, that's, 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 a, it's, that's the thing with, you know, COVID, and then, like, you know, it's still the House of Mouse. So, it, yeah. it's, it's like... Uh,
2: they're more true, though.
0: I mean, they're getting we talked about They're this, getting braver, but, but, like, I feel like... Again, you sit there and like you have COVID. They say they have to rewrite things. Like may- maybe it was just something that had to fall through the cracks because I feel like they definitely, uh, w- like with Loki, they 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 knew they scaled it perfectly. Like I think they they learned from like Falcon and Winter Soldier that you can't have it be like that because of what's happening. And with Loki, they were kind of like scale it down properly to where it makes sense that the, this is the way it's going to be. Like I don't know. Like I think I feel like it it makes the it's this is going to be the fucking like if you remember shows remember shows no if you remember shows during the writers strike in like 07 yeah. how many of those shows had like shortened seasons like truncated nonsense like and you everyone's kind of like what happened? Like Scrubs Season 8, like House Season 5, like all these things were just like happening and then had to be cut short because of the writer's strike. So they were just like, and then people died. And they're like, what the fuck? Why did they die? Like and Cliffhanger for the next like eight months, fuck off. Like (laughs) we're just going to not deal with it. I think COVID shows are going to have that same feeling.
2: Yeah, they already kind of do. They already kind of do. You can tell do. when the show was produced during COVID. You can tell there's more distancing. There's fewer cameras, especially like on the floor cameras on like reality shows and stuff. Like you can tell.
0: Like oh, you um, only have two camera angles. How weird. You normally have like yeah. five. Like right. how strange that you don't have the camera camera operator, the grip, and the, the the cue card people. Like you have all. They have a lot fewer of those, huh? Like I see. You mentioned Disney though, and I do want to give one credit to
2: to Disney, I guess, on this. Like, we did have one thing here that was something that Disney's kind of to doing, but never really actually taken a hard stance on. And we got a little bit more of that than we have in other properties. We have a Loki who is confirmed gender fluid and bi or pansexual. That's cool. That's cool. I'm really happy about that. It's not like a big deal for most people, but... That's really cool, especially since, you know, canonically like Loki is gender fluid. Like
0: Well, what, are this, what the one of the sleep near thing today, but I I I really love that, but I feel like as a whole Disney's like trying to dip their toes into it cuz like it's one of those things where it's not it's not as radical now. Like they have to wait for someone else to do it first and then they're like, "All right, we're in." And that's where it gets kind of like Cool, like you had LeFou, like I guess, sure, and we can talk about LeFou for hours how terrible that is. But then you also have the David Bowie character in Cruella, and you're just like, you could have had more character there, like right. And they, and they did that kind of
2: tiptoeing a little bit with the bisexuality, pansexuality part of it because it was one line. Fluid.
0: It was, one the was
2: fucking written out, like it is unquestioned on his little intake form. You know, Loki, trickster god of Asgard from Jotunheim, gender fluid. Like, that's kind of big. It's not like an illusion. That's not wink nod. That's straight up in the end credits. It tells you every week Loki's gender fluid.
0: Yes, but let's. It's take, not a plot point or anything yet. But, I know. No, but no, no, like, no. Let's take into account. Like, one line that does kind of muddy the waters, just a tad. And that was, a girl Loki? Uh, have you guys ever seen one? <laughs> girl Loki, when they were like, it, it was like...
2: They're, they're getting you ready for for the Mighty Thor. That's what they're doing. Um, I just, I promise you that's what's up. We we already know that Natalie Portman's coming back as Jane Foster, as Mighty Thor. Like, that's what they're doing. She's so prep for that. But it, it's I, just... I think that's, it's, I think it's like, a thing you have to do for the audience though. It's not the thing you have to do for the story itself. It's this
0: I, I just think that if they if, if Loki's Loki's are like portrayed this way, like it should have been like, Yeah. Like or something, but not be I, like, I think super, they could have like, handled it better. They could have handled that that line just kinda of muddies it for me. Where it's like you Wait, have... what they should
2: have done is said something to the effect of an infinite number of possibilities doesn't mean every possibility exists. Like, there's an infinite number of Lokis, but not every possibility of Loki can exist, even in infinity. Like, that's how that whole infinity process works. So, yeah, there's an infinite number of Lokis. Not all of them are female. Like, that's a rarity, even amongst infinity. That could have been the thing you talked
0: about. But the way that they they worded it made it seem like, oh, yeah, Lokis always did. Have you ever seen a girl Loki? No, I've never seen that. We've been here for a while and never seen a girl. And it's like, it's really strange to me that that's a line that they would include, considering that they... Don't really care too much about that label. Again, I think they handled it poorly, but
2: I get what they're going for. They're trying to make it clear that this Loki is different. This is the only Loki that chooses to identify as a base level as a woman as opposed to a man or something mm -hmm. akin to it. That is a difference here. They didn't handle it well by making it
0: clear. ah, You know what would have been good? Like if they did have, you know, uh, 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 an AFAB Loki there going like what like that kind of thing we're just kind of like no like why would you because again right. that'd be the question why would you assign yourself to something like to? It's, it's kind of one of those things where uh when when they say like hey what would, would, would someone who is uh what, what's the what's the word um lives forever immortal immortal if someone's immortal like yeah they wouldn't have any qualms about, you know, any of that cuz after a certain amount of time, you're going to get the fuck over it.
2: Yeah, I, um, I don't disagree
0: with you on that they kind of didn't
2: do that point well, but that would apply the same way to alligator loki. Like these are all lokis who have canonically turned into a mare and birthed a horse. Like this all happens as part of the canon of uh, of Norse mythology and that's part of what's used for the canon of Marvel. So Unless somebody retcons that. We even saw Sleep near in the original Thor movie. So, canon, Loki doesn't mind getting fucked as a horse. How is he going to be surprised that there's a gator look? Like, really? You're surprised by that? Okay. And guess- like, I'm surprised that all of you fucking Lokis look the same. Like, in, a, in an infinite universe of possibilities, we all come up with the same skinny, twinky, black-haired dude? Like, what the fuck? At least the one black guy is like, yeah, I'm way different.
0: I was gonna they say didn't address like, that. I, I, I...
2: <laughs> like you know, you know, ten years ago they would have addressed that. Like I, I was just thinking, Mbaku's back.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminds me of it's always
2: sunny. There's an it's always sunny episode where they're like, I think it's really weird if you have a black friend and you're not constantly talking about it.
0: Like, I was thinking
2: the whole time, like it's really weird to have a black Loki and we're not constantly making allusions.
0: We're not constantly it. bringing up the fact that it's black Loki. <laughs> Uh, again, I said, Oh, overall, like what a great show. Uh, and it sets up so much, but yeah, I feel like that, like there's, there's, there's tiptoeing and doing weird things. But again, like, like right now there's a, a hashtag, uh, save the owl house because apparently, um, they're going to dump the first, because they, they split season two into two halves, which again, they, they tend to do, but right. But next month, they're going to dump, like, the rest of the first half, just, pff, here you go, on Disney+, Plus, everything's on Disney+. And then, like, whenever the second half happens, second half happens. But then season three, it's not going to be an actual season three. It's going to be three 44-minute specials. So basically six episodes long, and then that's it, apparently. So, like, I feel like it's really weird that you have this, char- this, this main character who is, like, a person of color, uh, and then, like, one of the characters is bi, one of them is pan. Like, it's kind of like... You have a lesbian and like a, a bi character like relationship happening and like they're clearly just being like, ah, well, you didn't even get through your second season that we have planned but we're going to just start kind of like, you know, shit canning it the way that, you know, Nickelodeon did uh, Legend of Korra season four. Like it that I feel like Disney is doing weird things when it comes to these decisions because I haven't seen anything other than like major outpouring for all these shows but they're always just is it safe for me to say that say even the word gender fluid? Let's let's have no one say it out loud. It'll just have it on a form, and then no one speaks of it. And that way we can... Again,
2: though, like, this didn't feel like it was a point somebody was trying to slip in there. Like, it's his intake form. It's his his arrest form. It has every bit of information on there. And it's interesting. It shows, you know, Jotunheim is his place of origin as opposed to Asgore. Like, it's accurate. What I mean... Again, if you're actually just playing to the canon of who Loki is, whether it's a, an MCU character or a mythological character, Loki isn't big on gender. Just isn't a thing
0: that's important. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just saying that, like, I, I I would like them to go at least another step more. Because again, I the, would the, the, Like the buy, like the, the confirmed buy thing, is it's still one line and it's still. Very... I, I'm not satisfied. Again,
2: the the one that's like, interesting to me is the gender fluid one, not the the buy, because the buy is just an aside that doesn't say anything.
0: But they don't uh, even but at least it's a line spoken by the actor. That's like, fair. Like, and that's <laughs> why I said like the dinner fluid thing gets weird whenever he's like, Have you ever met a Loki that's a girl? And they all just laugh. Like, it's like, what? Like, you're you're you miss, you're that's the one thing that's like you've definitely missed the mark there. Like if you miss the mark anywhere, it's that point. That like you're 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 messing up, like you you're trying to be inclusive, but like You could have had someone look over that, like, you know, could have. I don't know. They, they, they harped on
2: everyone. Like, oh, you're a kid Loki. That's weird. Oh, you're an alligator Loki. That's weird. the only one they didn't talk about was the fact that one of them was black. That's literally the only thing they didn't mention. They're like, oh, you're old Loki. Weird. Oh, you're kid Loki. Weird. Oh, you're, you're a gator. Is, are you even a Loki?
0: Oh, hey, 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 uh, uh, buff Loki. No, 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 it would have (laughs) good to me. Okay. Imagine, imagine it, imagine it. The episode ends right and like the ones that are left behind old loki's dead and you have like the kid loki gator loki and like uh, um Umbaku loki and they're all just gone they're going like so you're black huh <laughs> 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 And that's the way that the episode just cut the black after that. Just kid Loki looks up and goes like, ah, "So you're black? I cut the black credits, fucking roll."
2: What was your Nexus event? Uh, black. <laughs> <laughs> Odin. Odin. You know, had an affair, and here we are. Uh,
0: oh. Okay. Okay. Um, I think we. I think we did pretty good. That was a good. <laughs> should be the end of it. We've got over two hours. I think we can call that one good. We might revisit it again when the next Marvel property, uh you know, reared its head. We'll see what the implications. See if any of our predictions, you know, were, were right. And we'll see, like, we'll see how it goes. But <laughs> thanks for, you know, uh, virtually bringing up things like Avatar where, you know, Jet dies. Like, you always have to have the, the this idealist die. You know, like that sort of right. thing. Like, that's what makes the stakes real. Like, but again, that's why you have. That's
2: why you have be the beginning a suicide squad. So somebody dies, so you can tell that they could all die. I, I, I,
0: think, I think. I uh, think. Uh, I guess th- to end it, I think the one thing I do disagree about with uh, as far as Jet dying was that like he again, much like uh, Flag Smasher, went too far and was going to kill innocent people. And like, but the idea of what he believed in continued on because Aang was that guy who's just like. Who's like the Steve Rogers of like, no, we can't. The ends right. can't justify like, the means. And because it's, like, he, it's because he
2: was frozen in time for a hundred years. Clearly being it, frozen in time makes you a decent person.
0: Clearly we figured it out. We figured yeah, out. that's what it takes. So you, what you're saying is that Avatar, the last airbender is a rip off of Captain America. Thank you. Yes, like yes. I now know, <laughs> it is a ripoff. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying right here,
2: unequivocally,
0: the Avatar: The Last Airbender
2: is a ripoff. That's not good. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, we must. We must add. There's uh, nothing wrong. Just, with just kidding. The There's nothing wrong with references. Uh, but anyway, no. this has uh, been us at OK Roundtable. Be sure to you know. Like, comment, subscribe if you're, you know, watching this on YouTube. You know, sub to the Twitch. You know, if, listen to us on uh, if you're listening to audio podcast. The videos on YouTube. If you're watching this on YouTube and you want to watch this in the listen to audio, on all your little, you know, favorite, you know, podcast services. I put it everywhere. Um, thank you. I, I've been Kitty Man. With me as always, Mort. I'm still Mort. And of course, uh, Silent but Deadly Font. And cut. And we're, gonna <laughs> and we're see out. Everybody uh, next week. well, we're going to be talking about Space Jam 2. Fun. Right. Space Jammier. Space Jamier Pretty sure that's. <laughs> yeah, not anything else. Space Jam. <laughs>